Blog Talk Radio. Ten years ago, a crack commando unit was sent to prison by a military court for a crime they didn't commit. These men promptly escaped from maximum security stockade to the Los Angeles underground. Today, still wanted by the government, they survive as soldiers of fortune. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire... After 13 years of searching, still trying to find the audience, it is the LCS Hockey Radio Show, brought to you as always by BackpagePress.com and by the number one non-updated hockey site in all the land, LCSHockey.com. LCS. Faga beefy? <laughs> all right. <laughs> Mike Bell, what is up? It's a big Hilarious. show tonight. Yeah. Yeah, everyone's big, excited, big I guess. Uh, we're yeah. watching... Uh... Midnight Madness. Good job with the opening theme song, Larry. Yeah. On your part. Because I'll be honest, I kind of like got off. I didn't do any prep. I just got done watching Midnight Madness like a couple minutes ago. So, Uh um, yeah. I'm very excited. Last week you watched 11 movies, and then this week you watched 98% (laughs) of a movie? (laughs) Yeah, I had to even fast forward a little bit to uh, get it out there. But um, I think... Mike L. just sent me a little message saying he's good. All right. But, um, well, I don't see him on the switchboard. Is, yeah, is Brandon either. on the switchboard? Is that Brandon? Brandon is on the switchboard, yeah. Well, let's Brandon. bring on Cousin Brandon. Hello? I wondered where Jerry bought his pantyhose. What is wrong with you? How? Yes. That's horrible. How do you call yourself a man? Holy hell, I need to have these women. Brandon? Hello. What's up, man? <laughs> there he is. Wasn't Brandon. Nothing. I'm 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 I I, I got to just say right off the bat, well two things. First of all, the your uh, fagadifi had me sitting here laughing. I was <laughs> laughing out loud just oh my god. And then uh, the other thing is I need to try to moderate my tone this evening uh because of the uh, I'm I'm up in my office. My wife is in the room across the hall from me, trying to get to bed. So um, I'm I'm trying to be a little quiet. So if I seem a little low energy, oh. that's why. All right, all right. You're Very not in the uh, final stages of consciousness type of situation, are you? Well, who knows? I mean, yeah, we know. Well, all right, check I, with me in about 20 minutes. I mean, let me see. I think uh, Mike L might be on the line right now. Let's see if this is Mike L. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Is that him? Uh, I have no idea. I would I would imagine it's him. <laughs> Is it a Canadian know. number? I mean, that's like... I don't know. No, I think it's a Detroit number. It yeah. ends in an A. Mike, Mike L., is that you? <laughs> yeah, it's me. 
Hey, there he is, Mike L. All right, uh, our old buddy from the Comic Book Syndicate and Flea Market Fantasy. That's right. Okay. Should I play his theme? I got his theme. Oh, okay, yeah. Go I would say yes. Yeah. Mike L. Loves. 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 This town needs an enema. Woo! What's up, Michael? Nothing much. Just How chilling out here at home. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yep, me too. Now, yeah, we're. Uh, say, Michael, th- this was really Michael's idea to get back together because he had so much fun with the Grease Two episode that Brandon did not show up for. That's right. Yeah, yeah Brandon, what, what, what gives with that? Yeah, what happened? You didn't even show up. I forgot. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All is forgiven. I did. I just, I straight up, I forgot. I completely, or passed that. Who knows? Probably both. I really uh, just completely forgot. (laughs) I was drunk. Buddy, you remember Believe me, I'm not happy uh, about it. Grease 2, I always want to talk Grease 2. I'm I'm not happy about it. I fucked up. (laughs) Because originally, Mike L suggested watching, like, Teen Wolf. But I didn't really want to watch Teen Wolf. I love Teen Wolf. Teen Wolf's great. I love Teen Wolf. It's fine, but I just didn't feel like talking about it. So I thought, oh, what about another Michael J. Fox movie? Or, or oh, I'm sorry, excuse me, a Michael Fox movie. You didn't even have the J yet. <laughs> Midnight oh, Madness. That's right. 1980. And Mike L. never even heard of Midnight Madness. Yeah. No. Now, you know, what somebody, is Mike uh, L.? Really quickly, somebody, before you introduce it, somebody, I, I posted on it on my Facebook page that we'd be talking about it, and somebody brought up the movie uh, – Scavenger Hunt. I've never even heard of it. No, I know. I saw that yeah, on I guess, there as well. I never heard of it either. No. I, I guess. Huh. I guess Stephen First is in both of them. No, that's not true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, if, if it's the same one I'm talking about, because I think the original title for Midnight Madness was supposed to be something with Scavenger Hunt, like All Night Scavenger Hunt or something. But then that other Scavenger Hunt movie came out beforehand, and it did so poorly. They said, "Now we got to change the title." So uh, oh, we're gonna put Stephen Madden. First in it again. <laughs> wow! <laughs> yeah. Really I'm banking on that. I'm trying to I don't understand that. It says Arnold Schwarzenegger's in that movie. Cloris Leachman. That's what it says. Hold on. If we'll watch that <clears> next week. Yes. Scavenger Hunt. Stephen First played uh, Murray. Murray. M e r i e. Murray. He loves these movies. Well, we found the. <laughs> uh, that? We found the movie killer. I guess. Jesus. Wow, Roddy McDowell, <laughs> Scatman Carruthers is in this. Oh, I Scat love Scatman Carruthers. All right, me too. Ooh. All right, but Mike Gale, what a scathing indictment yeah. of the Canadian school system that you've never heard of Midnight Madness. Explain yeah, yourself. Yeah, what's up with that, Mike L? You know, I asked around, and no one I know has ever heard of this movie. So Really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, to be honest, when you when you first mentioned it, I was thinking in the mouth of madness, which is, <laughs> John I believe, yeah. Yeah, John Carpenter. Uh, and when I, when I, sorry, I went and thinking, oh, this is going to be a horror movie. But no. Yeah. 
<laughs> this is not a horror movie. Well, it's kind of a horror I've, movie. <laughs> yeah, it depends on how you look at it. <laughs> but, Mike Gale, now, uh, when did you watch it, Mike Gale? Uh, yesterday, like, split up in three segments. You <laughs> took a break? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. It, it is a very long movie. It's like an hour and 52 minutes. That's very yeah. long for this kind of movie. <laughs> it's very long. Um, all right. Yeah, it could have uh, been shorter, definitely. All right. So, Larry, what what is your experience with Midnight Madness? Obviously, Mike Gale's coming in fresh. But, Larry, <laughs> why don't you take us back memory lane? What do you know this, about Midnight Madness? Well, this is a movie I used to watch, you know, nonstop as a kid because it was <laughs> always on HBO. Like, as really? we talked yeah. about a million times, like, back in the day, there was one HBO, and that that month, they only had maybe – you know, 20, 30 movies they showed. So they just showed the same fucking shit over and over again. So mm-hmm. anytime this was on, I would watch it. And I'm sure I taped it at some point and then, you know, VCR'd it from there. And then, you know, uh, it kind of, you know, faded off and the DVDs kind of went out of print and I forgot about it. And then, I don't know, maybe three, four years ago, two, three years ago, something like that, I was like, wonder if they had, wonder if that's out on DVD. So I bought it again and I've probably watched it at least... 30 times in the last two or three years. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so, okay. so I was talking to Larry. I called Larry up on Wednesday to say, hey, do you want to watch Midnight Madness for the show? And he's like, yeah, let's watch Midnight Madness. And I was like, well, when was the last time you saw it? And he goes, oh, a couple of weeks ago. And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> wow, okay. I, yeah. I, I had the same experience with Larry watching it on HBO as a kid because it was always on. But I haven't seen it since I was like six years old. Like, I, I couldn't remember wow. much about it. I just remember the nerd <laughs> I knew it was a scavenger hunt movie and the nerds on the mopeds and the football players in the meat machine car. And yeah. that's about it. Um, but I wanted to watch it again, uh, you know, because of the childhood memories. But Brandon, you, you're like a huge fan of this film, right? Yeah, I had the same experience as Larry. I mean, I, I grew up watching this, again, nonstop. I, it's in, in my memory, you know, it's not just nostalgic as being iconic, but it's, um, it's a movie I also own. It's a movie I, I, to be fair, I think I last watched it maybe a year ago, but, uh, no, I, I, I loved this movie and re and I rewatched it again yesterday just so I could, you know, catch up. And I'm like, God damn, this is terrible. And but it's, a bad, it's, a, it's a bad movie. It's oh, not, it's a it's shitty a movie. movie. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> but my God, but I love it. It's awful. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get into it as we go along, but uh, it's bad. But I like the, the premise is sound. Yeah, I like the premise. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I think that's what you. I remember why I loved it so much is, and still today, where I'm like, oh my god, if given the opportunity to participate in this, I'd do it in a second. Here, yeah, <laughs> I, I was actually. Yeah, I was thinking the same ahead, thing. Michael. I'd love to do something like this. No, that's it. Yeah, like the premise is great, and I'm surprised they haven't like remade it. You know. Right. Yeah, I yeah. am too. Why hasn't anyone remade this? It would be huh? you could make you it so good. Perfection. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know who wouldn't remake this is Walt Disney because Walt Disney would never make <laughs> anything this risque. Yeah, and this isn't that exactly risque, right. but it, this is not a kids' movie. It, it is, no. but it isn't really. No. Like I wouldn't show this to a kid now, but I used to watch this as a kid nonstop. But this isn't a kids' movie for sure. It, the big melons, the big melons. That's about it. What's I mean, there's okay. just like, yeah, but there's a lot of uh, innuendo. Like the virgin talk, yeah. just stuff yeah. you wouldn't like want a seven-year-old kid to watch. 
Well, interesting. When Larry, uh, when we were talking on the phone the other day, Larry's like, I, "Why isn't Disney Plus putting it on the network?" And I was like, "Well, what are you talking about?" Because I had no, I didn't even realize it was made by Disney. Yeah, I had no idea. Well, yeah. Apparently, I read up on it. They kept their name off of every print until like maybe the DVD release. But until then, they they kept the name out of it, right? The second DVD release, because Brandon has the first one. He's a hipster. He has the original DVD run. Oh, okay. And then Larry, Larry got the second one with the Walt Disney on the cover, right, Larry? Yeah, yeah, I got Walt Disney. Wow. Yeah, I just bought this was a, uh, th- This was only the second PG movie ever made by Walt Disney. Does anyone know the first one? Can I guess? Yeah, go ahead, Mike. Black Hole. That is exactly right. Yeah, the Black Hole. Right. Oh, my That's God. Well done. Nice. Yeah. That was impressive. And uh, it, I, I think the budget for this was like six or seven million, and it only grossed two or three, two point nine, so it lost like four point five million. I think like they that, spent so. at least six million of it on the uh, on the big board. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that big, yeah, we'll get that big board's awesome. But yeah, so uh, I love it. They lost oh, a lot of money on it. it, and then like it was a complete failure. But then. Uh, <laughs> like Larry said, it went to HBO and it got a cult following just because people were always watching it on HBO, and uh, now it has that little cult audience. But um, yeah, sorry. All right, so let's get into it. Uh, L- Larry, explain the premise of Midnight Madness. Um, it's basically uh, this guy named Leon puts together this game that he calls the the Great All Nighter, and there's five teams. And they're all, like, going from location to location. Like, they get a clue. They go to that location. They figure out the puzzle. They go to the next place. And they're all trying to get to the finish line first for basically bragging rights and a trophy. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Uh, Mike, how do you feel? Do you think there should have been a bigger prize for winning this? Bragging uh, rights? You could argue that, yeah. <laughs> Brandon? Well, okay, Let's put a, put this into perspective, though, as well, is that, you know, these aren't people who have anything going on in their lives. They're a bunch of college students <laughs> who gives a shit. Mm-hmm. So it's not like and, – and by the way, the fact that these people are given – they're presented this opportunity to do this. Well, I guess we'll talk about this. I don't want to spoil anything. But they're so put <laughs> off by the idea. Again, I'm like, you're a bunch of 20-something fucktards. You go, well, like, what else you have going on? <laughs> <laughs> like it sounds fun as shit. They're all like, "No way!" <laughs> yeah, I, uh, even yeah, the nerd the, guys the like, "Oh, thanks." I'm not interested in meeting people. Open, <laughs> you two good-looking girls on roller skates skating around campus, handing yeah. out invitations yeah. to uh, the the people. Oh. And Larry, we got the one girl is named Sunshine. She's blonde, and then we have Candy. Yep. And I'm all about Candy. <laughs> Which one's Candy? Is she the, the she's brunette? The brunette. The, yeah, I like the brunette. Yeah. Oh, it, yeah. so she's the one that's with the guy from American Werewolf in Paris or no, London? No, 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 yeah, I like the other ones. I bet they have. I the, recognize Candy from. Sorry, go ahead, Larry. I was just gonna say, I bet they have the bushiest '80s bush in the world. <laughs> <laughs> All I can think about is when they're roller skating around, like those, those shorts are out, like at least three quarters of an inch further than they should be. <laughs> no problem with that. Well, at uh, uh, I was gonna Candy point out, I didn't know uh, DB it, but Candy is from something else, and I can't think of what I know her from. But I absolutely recognize her. 
Deborah Richter, and she was in uh, a movie called Gorp. <laughs> I know that much. That <laughs> I've familiar. seen Gorp. I don't yeah, remember, I can't remember. The night's very familiar, but I can't remember what it is. Um, <laughs> I just realized the page. blonde, she's got a see-through shirt and no bra on, eh? Yeah, that's the... Well, you know, when you put the Disney stamp on it, that's what you get. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, man, she was on an episode of Cheers. Oh, oh nice. Not Cheers. Played band. Go to jail, <laughs> I've, been re- I've been sort of rewatching that, Mike Dell, by the way. But anyway, I've been watching it every night going to sleep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I've been watching it seriously since like I was a little kid. I mean, I've been watching it a little bit, but not uh, bad. The Fall Guy, not, not great. He's on an episode of Bosom Buddies, uh, the, the Misadventures of Sheriff Lobo, Gorp, uh, Midnight, Barnaby Jones. Uh, she's in a lot of stuff. Yeah. Charlie's Angels. Huh? But yeah, she's smoking hot. She's a babe. All right. Uh, so they go around and give the invitations to the different groups, and they're all color coded. And we, Larry, you mentioned the five groups. Uh, yep. Brandon, would you like to tell us who the groups are? Because I'm sure you know yeah, them. Yeah, sure. And, and, um, and well, I'll yeah. So I mean, I I can't tell you uh, the names of each group. Obviously, I don't think they actually have names. Yeah. But you've got the, the uh, you've got you've <laughs> got the yeah sure oh absolutely you've got the uh, the green team you already mentioned uh, who are all the uh, I believe they're the offensive linemen from the from the college football team. Uh, the yeah, their nickname is Beat Machine. Beat Machine, right? Yeah. So, yeah. so those are jocks. Those are beer drinking jocks. You have the uh, the red team with the two giggly bitches on it who drive me absolutely batshit crazy, um, <laughs> like and they not. are the uh, the sorority. Yeah, like um, what sorority? What college is this in well, Los Angeles that they're in a sorority? Well, at the beginning of the and, well, movie, I think, though, I think the bigger problem, party. Larry, is what? Well, who chooses those two to be a part of their team? I think that's the bigger issue that I, that I can never get past. <laughs> because they're just going to slow them down, right? I don't understand. The, I, I, every time at the beginning, they're having that little get together where the football players come in and spray them with beer. And if you listen to uh, the, the girl, the main girl talk, she's like, hope maybe this year we can get more than just four members in our sorority. So they, it's a sorority of only four. So I guess these are the girls uh, who couldn't get into the sorority. They couldn't get into lambda, 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 omega, mu. <laughs> no, they're yeah. moves. They're definitely moves. No, oh, they the are moves. Teams, by the way, in that party, if you notice, they're like exchanging little Debbies. It's very odd. Because <laughs> yeah. you can tell by the say, it's it's a very – yeah. If you've never seen the movie, there's the, Brandon's saying the two twins, they're very large women. Very large yeah. women. Yes. They are obese. Anyway, so that's the one team. Then another team <laughs> is led up by the, uh, the, the debate team who's completely anti-jock. They're the nerds. Uh, and, oh, right. and, by the way, by uh, Greece's uh, own Eddie Deason. There you go. Eddie, so I like yeah, that There you guy. go. Has that guy ever yep. not been the nerd in something? You've looked at him, right? Well, that's what, I mean, <laughs> I hear you, but I mean, like, still. But, but how crazy yeah, is no, it? I that he did a few points where he was the lead. No, I mean, come on. <laughs> but how crazy is it? He wasn't in Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's a great point. That's a great point. My God. He didn't want to be a touchdown at that point. It's like, and we should mention dude, that. I mean, <laughs> The nerds are uh, color-coded white. They all wear white shirts. White. The sorority is Sorry. Ed, and then I left Ed, out. Football team. They is look green. like Devo. Oh. Yeah, they, they do look, look like Devo. Devo. That's a shame. Huh. <laughs> so then there's the. Uh, I'll move on again. Then there's the blue team led by uh, Harold, who's the uh, 
rich, spoiled, fat asshole Stephen First, who we referenced earlier. And they, I can't wait till we talk about this this team. I, I don't want to get into detail, but okay, let's just move on. And then, and then the hero, <laughs> quote unquote, the hero team is the yellow team, uh, led by uh, American Werewolf in London's own David Norton. Yeah, yeah. Who's a complete and total fucking asshole throughout (laughs) this entire movie. (laughs) He's supposed to be the protagonist, quote-unquote, their team, and he couldn't be Mm -hmm. a bigger fucking dick if he tried. But the only time when he's not being an asshole is when he's trying to fuck his teammate. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But he doesn't even try that hard. He's scared. He can't even try. Uh, But he does go on that character arc. He's a pussy. So whatever. Yeah, exactly. Flinch. The other people on that team are Flinch, and then uh, the kid who's driving with the Gilligan hat. Can't remember. or Marvin. He's got tits. Marvin. Marvin's got tits. It's weird. It's very uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, he, he does have boobs. I noticed that. Yeah. Oh, God. But you, but you know who has better ones? Uh, Laura, who Mike L referenced earlier. Uh, Deborah yes. Clinton. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my God. God. I love this girl. Who is she? Is she? <laughs> I don't know. But... She's a fuck. Her her name is Deborah Klinger. And uh, when she was a kid, her and her sisters were part of a group called the Klinger Sisters. And they were actually very famous as a singing group. And then she got into TV and stuff. Uh, She was in the 1978 show. What did you say? I'm sorry, I missed that, Larry. I said, you probably have their LP. (laughs) Yeah, because you're the hipster. Maybe I have both of them. Shut up. Uh, But uh, she was in a 78 show with Priscilla Barnes, another one of my all-time favorites. Ooh, uh, little Three's Company action. Uh, yeah, nice. It was it was called American Girls, and they played American reporters uh, going around mm-hmm. covering different stories. It lasted one season, um, and then she did some <laughs> other stuff. She played the Marty Croft Super Hour or something. She's a regular on there. Oh, um, but yeah, she's wow. she's real good looking. And, I bet uh, we could get her on beautiful. this show. Yeah. So, Mike Gale, you're a big fan could. of the Deborah Slinger. What's that? Mike, yeah, big fan of the Deborah Klinger. Oh, it, huge. It, it, like, I can't believe I've never seen her before. And, yeah, honestly, she's like a 10 out of 10. I think she's just beautiful. Holy <laughs> wow. shit. I, I, I'm 100% behind that. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, she, she's foxy. Don't let, that, sure. I mean, I'm, don't let that baggy <laughs> yellow sweatshirt fool you. I'll tell you what. <laughs> or those feathered bangs. It doesn't fool you. You can tell what's happening. So. <laughs> big fan. Big yeah. fan. Candy or, candy or Laura, though? Which, which one? I don't know. I'd probably go to Laura, I guess. But, Laura. but here's the thing, though. My sister's name is Laura, so that's creepy. You know? Yeah, that is weird. Well, you got to go the other way. I'm going to go Candy, yeah. then, because you guys just ran her through. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, we, going, I'm we, going Candy. Oh, we trained her. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> all right. So uh, that's all the team. That, that team with David Naughton and Laura, uh, they're color-coded yellow, and they drive around in a little Jeep. And uh, the, the the Stephen First, fat, lazy, rich kid, he uh, his team is color coded blue, and they drive around this like uh, van, right? Van, yeah, right. Yeah, with like flames <laughs> on it and shit. His super computer and all this stuff. His dad bought him. Yeah. Oh, and, it, and in an oh, observation God. bubble. On the roof. I like that it has an observation bubble. <laughs> well, here's a question <laughs> I nice have. Detail. How how does how does the Herald's dad? know about this game. He he summons <laughs> him in, into his den and he's like, I want you to play in this uh, Leon's All Nighter game and I'm thinking, how the fuck I does he know about I this? I think he says because uh David Naughton's character, I think he knows Naughton's father. Right. I think there's yeah, some they, and he's like, he's always beating you and like he's like and now I so I think 
he must have heard from Naughton's dad. I who, actually no, that doesn't even make sense. That's a great point. How the fuck would he know? Because yeah. it's like well, they had no interest in it. Let alone he's going to run home and tell his daddy about. Hey, they wanted me to yeah. play a scavenger. No, he doesn't know. Well, here, here's what I here's how I explain it is uh, when they when they all get, bring them they bring the team leaders to a meeting to invite them to play the game and they all say no this is stupid they all leave and Candy and Sunshine they're like oh we're sorry Leon they're, they're not liking your game and he says don't worry I've done all this research I picked them up from up for a reason they'll play the game so I took it to mean that Leon is also pulling strings behind the scenes like he's probably oh. tipping off hmm. the dad you know what I mean telling the dad like that's giving him okay. info to say, oh I see kind of, yeah, that makes sense. That's a, that's can, a good point. That's how I can I wait. Can, that, so can we uh, believe me? There's so much to talk about, and I don't want to skip over anything. So can <laughs> I just bring up two things before you move on? Sure. One, uh, it to this day, um, I don't know why, but it has always stuck with me when like he's he's inter- you know he invites them to play the game, and they all say no. But right before that, they come in, they watch this little movie like games. They've been around for. And as soon as like the curtain pulls up, Leon comes out, and in my mind, the sound of Leon, I've never yeah. been able to shake that. The sound of this collective <laughs> groan of Leon. I don't Leon, know why. That's not the second. The second thing is, and this is more of a personal, a quick personal story, but I have to tell it because it's relevant. Um, when when the <laughs> missus and I first started dating. We um, we realized, you know, we both had a love. We're both cinephiles, and we loved these just terrible movies and blah blah blah. And it turned out, you know, she was living in Texas, I was living in Pennsylvania. It turned out, um, Midnight Madness was one of those movies. So what does she do? I get a package in the mail, and I open it up, and uh, she, 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 it's I've, she sends me Leon's shirt, and she had bought the <laughs> other shirt for herself of the of the of the game control and the. Oh, Game, game Master. Master. Wow. So she That's sent cool. me a Game Master shirt with the same font that he's got on, and she had Game Control with the same font they had on. Oh. How cool so is you that? Were smitten. that? That is oh, awesome. Brandon. You, wow. you know she's a keeper. I know, right? I'm like, wow, what a lady. <laughs> so yeah, this is great. She never sent me a shirt. I'm just saying. <laughs> how come they, they never Twitter really explain? Twitter. They never really explain how Leon is hanging out with two smoking hot ladies. Yeah. How does Leon... Sense. Yeah. yeah. Makes no sense. Um, you know what else? It's like, how, how did he do Where did he get his money? What is Leon's story? Doesn't make any yeah. sense. Yeah, like, what's he getting out of this? Like, oh, I I get to pass a trophy out at the end? Like, yeah, he's making money or something. Look at, the, look at the apartment he lives in. He can't even pay his uh, bills, I'm assuming. He lives in this shit apartment. How did he finance this whole fucking thing? Yeah, he said he spent a year doing this. Like Exactly. It's yeah. I don't know, man. It's weird. Those T-shirts aren't cheap. You know, those Game Masters. Are <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so, Mike, yeah, since this is your first experience watching Midnight Madness, when you went in, did you have a favorite team? Was there a team you were rooting for, Mike? Well, yeah, I was rooting for the protagonist team because it had the hot chick on it, right? Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. So, yeah. I, I mean, like my least favorite team was definitely the one with the spoiled uh, fat kid. He really got on my nerves. And then – the other two guys on his, you know, the two guys, I don't know if they're supposed to be, like, mentally challenged or what, but those okay. two guys really drove me up the wall, you know? We got to talk. We, okay. <laughs> Sorry. I got to jump in here. Yeah, Emilio and, what's the, Barf. Barf, yeah. Barf um, and Emilio, yeah. The, okay. 
it's one thing to have barf on your team because you're like, I, I think it's nice to represent the sort of, you know, mentally challenged community, and we don't want to expect <laughs> this guy's clearly not right. Emilio is the biggest fucking dick. I have everything he does is to antagonize Stephen first and to like steal his lady. He is yeah. such a fucking douchebag. Cookies in I front think, of him. And I, think shit. I think that's the point. He wants to steal his girl, right? He's trying to but make him look as bad as possible. His friend is on his team, and then there's just a Hispanic fellow with a knife. What? Yeah. <laughs> that's Blade. You can't be Blade without a, without a knife. Why are these his friends? I don't understand. Yeah. How about money? How about He's the got scene money. Before, how about the scene before he goes in to talk to his dad, and his dad makes him get in the, involved? But he's sitting there stuffed with a big handful of candy in his face, and and his girlfriend's like, you know, Harold, stuff. So he just throws it on the ground, and then he calls in the maid, like Consuela or whatever her name is. Accidento, accidento, <laughs> clean it up. Oh God, that, but, I, but, but yeah, I wanted to punch his face in. Hispanic friend, and then and Blade says nothing. He's got the money. It's so yeah. demeaning. He says nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got the oh, money. You can do what you want. He's got the money. Emilio, <laughs> Larry. Oh God. Yeah. So. Uh, Larry, do you remember the first first clue they get? Because they all meet, the teams meet at sunset on Friday night, and uh, yeah. he gives them a clue. The, the first clue, clue is, uh, the C is reversed, <laughs> S-S-I-Tari is mixed up in blind. <laughs> wow, look at Larry. So good. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Now, Mike Gell, did you immediately crack that code? Did you Not even right close. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Well, I mean, when they you guys out, all saw it when you were kids, right? So you guys all knew, but I don't see how I could have cracked that right away. <laughs> well, I, I don't Mike remember L. anything. So, yeah, I, it took me a while. But uh, go ahead, no, let, Here's my thought, Michael. Seriously, my first thought about that, like, even now watching, again, I've seen it a million times. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. what? Like, I, I knew the part about the blind and the mixed up, but I couldn't quite remember how it all worked out. But the thing is, you mean to tell me that these dumb shits that he picked to do this game, we're going to figure that out. I know. <laughs> like, come on. Yeah. Please. Now, like there's no way, there's no way Phil out. Kessel is figuring that out. There's just no goddamn way. Yeah. Larry, I didn't even think of that the whole movie. I didn't think as soon as you said it, I'm like, holy fuck, that guy did look like Phil Kessel. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was good. Yeah. There's no way. But that's what I'm saying. Wait, I'm like, uh, maybe the nerds figure it out and like, okay, yeah. Harold's got his supercomputer. <laughs> but there's no way. Come on. Well, listen, I believe the yellow team could figure it out because uh, Deborah Klinger can do anything. So I believe yeah. that she's fine. fine. <laughs> and, and the fine. nerds would probably figure it out for sure. That's what I said. The yeah. nerds. Maybe. Okay, yeah. yeah. But the football kids, no way. No way. <laughs> and they did it like pretty quick there. Cause they, they get... But here's the thing that I didn't get. They they, re, they crack the code so it means see the uh, see the stars or whatever, and none of them think to actually look at actual stars. They all are like, let's go to a wax museum. Let's go look. At, yeah, that was that was forced. <laughs> kind of weird. Definitely forced. Yeah. Well, the they, thing is too, as part of the clue, there was coordinates. I mean, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, you got to factor that in too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, let's go to the wax museum. Oh, well, I guess that was a risque bit where the football teams at the Wax Museum, the ones measuring the, the, the breasts of uh, one of the dummies. Who was that uh, wax doll? I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. 
Anyway. Uh, and then they when they go to the observatory to get the big telescopes to look at the stars. There's a little kid there, and he's eyeing up. He's peeping on some lady changing clothes. Right. That's what I'm saying. That's kind of risque for a Disney yeah. movie. They'd never yeah. do that. That is true. I, and he's like, I, I'm lucky that, tonight. Yeah. I can see both of his moons or something. But that yeah, hey, Einstein. He's in Venus over get... there. <laughs> David not in there. I can see Venus's two moons. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I. And then that, then that kid does something I find absolutely just. Uh, let's uh, the dad wants to see. Let's check out the magnetics exhibit. Yeah. <laughs> so cringy. I hate that kid. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, but when they get the telescope pointing in the right direction, it shows them like a billboard, an electronic billboard, and it gives them the next clue. And what was the next clue, Larry? Like find, seek out the eighty-eight hundred keys. Now, right there, that's a pretty easy one, right? Mike L., you probably figured that one out immediately. No, I didn't. <laughs> Not even close. <laughs> oh, well, I'm sorry. How many, how many piano keys do pianos have in Canada? It's probably more than 88. Is it like oh, you know what? I wouldn't even have thought of that. I can't play the piano, so I wouldn't even have thought of that. Oh, see, right away. I thought that one was pretty easy. So then they yeah. go to like a piano meeting. This, this leads to my absolute favorite scene wait. in the movie. This, this is my wait, favorite the scene piano in the movie. Keys? If, wait, wait. If you're doing the piano keys, we've got to stop again first because i got another point to make. <laughs> all right. Is that all right, Larry? All right, go ahead. Yeah, go. Yeah. Okay, so something else. I, and again, it's things like you watch it so many times and then it's something you're like, wait the fuck a minute. Is that so, so the yellow team is staring through the telescope, they enter the coordinates, right? And then the telescope moves to land on the billboard. The green team yep. shows up. How is it possible that Naughton, without looking at that thing and without knowing <laughs> where the telescope started, puts it right back to the starting yep. point, which is now looking at the woman who is apparently still getting changed in her bedroom? Yeah, she Okay. She, she sure. wore like 30 bras and Thank six you. tops. She had six <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, that was just well. Maybe of, he just uh, hit reset really. or something. Who knows? Yeah, he maybe back, he's yeah. back to the last coordinate or something. Yeah, maybe last right. He, he yeah. didn't even look at that thing though. <laughs> no, not at all. No. Ugh, anyway, sorry. I just, I it, again, throw me nuts. So, Larry, what were you going to say about the uh, piano museum? Your favorite? Well, yeah, yeah. So, favorite? this is my favorite scene in the movie because uh, the blue team ends up getting to the piano museum <laughs> first. And so they're in there trying to figure out, you know, where's the fucking clue and shit. And the two idiots start playing like, is that Heart and Soul? Is that the name of that song? Yeah. Yep. So they start playing yep. Heart and Soul on the piano. And Stephen First is so infuriated with the dude that he picks up the fucking piano bench and he's going to just crush him over the fu- Like, just his fucking yeah. face and his, his actions in that fucking scene. That's my favorite scene in the movie. I always crack up watching that because he's so but angry. I like, but I like, I like that Emilio, too, picks up a pole. Like, he was ready to fucking throw it yeah, out. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. Dude, you're yeah. the cause of this. Like, what are you doing? Again, Emilio uh, sucks. Yeah. <laughs> but right before they're Right before they're about to fight, though, the girlfriend of Harold uh, sees the clue, and it says, like, Leon's tune or something, and it shows a musical bar with notes. So they write down the notes, and they're going to take them back to the supercomputer to decode. (laughs) (laughs) But then when the football players show up, though, Michael, they start playing the little code, and and what the one football player, the guy that looks like Phil Kessel, right, Larry? I think it was that guy. Yeah, Blaylock or Blaylick or something like that. 
Do you remember what happened then, Michael? Oh my God, no! I'm actually I've got it on okay. right now. I'm trying to find that scene. What happens? I don't remember. <laughs> well, that's all right. They, they, uh, the guy recognizes the song. He starts playing the piano, and it's the Paps Blue Ribbon jingle. Now, now, Michael, oh, you right, have Paps, right, right, right. yes. Paps Blue Ribbon on my mind. <laughs> it's Paps Blue Canada. Have you been expo- exposed to Paps Blue Ribbon? Up oh in yes, Canada? yes, yeah. absolutely. Oh, there you go. Good man. So the next, the next clue is at a brewery. So that's cool. But Larry, when they when they take the code into the uh, the van to decode everything, <laughs> put it in the computer, not, um, <laughs> what happens? <laughs> well, they get they get barf to try to to put the letters together and uh, yeah. decode like where the next clue is and. Bag of beefy. <laughs> a bag of beefy. Really a whole bag of beefy. Shut up. Yeah. And he comes up with fag a beefy. Because <laughs> he's doing the musical notes, the F A G B fag a beefy, yeah. <laughs> oh, because now, he has to do it that because the supercomputer was broken. They, uh, he was hiding his marshmallows. Harold, someone was hiding his marshmallows, <laughs> in the computer, and the marshmallows melted up and destroyed the supercomputer, so they can no longer cheat. Yeah, so. but I think that's a really All right, good. By the way, way who like? What kind of weird fat fuck are you that, like, your snack that you're trying to hide is a bag of marshmallows? Yeah, marshmallows. Who can't? So weird. It was so weird. Now, hold on one second. Now, let me play that clip one more time. Now, when you guys listen to it again, tell me if this is or is not the music from Curb Your Enthusiasm. (laughs) Bag of beefy. It's not. I'm not saying it's like the theme song or anything. I'm just saying like, yeah. you know, random scene, Larry's walking down the sidewalk. That yeah. sounds huh. like something they would play on that show. A little bit. The, the, it, the theme it song might be something they... they yeah. I'm sorry, it was taken quite... from a bank commercial that David saw. Yeah, that was the where they got the music. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. But Mike Elliott, you had something about this? No, I was just going to say, I've actually stolen that music and used it in a video, uh, like at least five or six different songs, and I don't. I, that's definitely not one of the songs in the soundtrack. Oh, okay. Huh. As far as I know, <laughs> Mr. Meat. <laughs> Mr. Meat commercial, Mike Elder. I don't know if we should. Yeah. Uh, maybe we should hear it again because I wouldn't mind hearing him say "Back to Beefy" again. <laughs> All right, one more time. Back to Beefy. Back to Beefy. Really a whole bag of shit. And we should say, uh, Barf, that guy, he's really tall. He's a really big guy, big dopey guy. Yeah, Yeah, he's like eight foot tall, weighs about 78 pounds. <laughs> dopey look. So uh, so they go to the the brewery now, the Paps Blue Ribbon Brewery. And, oh, oh, along the way, though, uh, let's go to Brandon. They, uh, David Naughton and our beloved Deborah Klinger, they're driving the yellow Jeep, and they spot – Someone at a bus stop, right? <laughs> they do. They do. And hey, and hey, it, this just throws a whole monkey wrench into the movie as well. Because what a <laughs> uh, So sitting on the bus stop, uh, I believe Marvin says to David Naughton, he says, uh, "Hey, doesn't that look like your your, your brother?" And Naughton says, "That is my brother," and runs over. And and sure enough, it's a uh, it's a film debut of Michael J. Fox sitting on the bench, uh, planning, I guess, to run away. He's got a bus ticket, 
Um, yeah. And uh, good thing, you know, if mom and dad weren't out of town, so of course they're yeah. out of town, but here's the thing. He's supposed to be 15 years old. Hey, David Naughton, who's watching this kid tonight? <laughs> the parents are out of town, and you're running around playing this goddamn game. And you're going to get mad at him for wanting to run away? You're a fucking prick. Yeah, he's, like Larry said, he's a terrible, terrible human being through most of this movie. Yes. Uh, but, really. but here's the thing about this scene that confused me. I actually thought Michael J. Fox was like a mute in this. this I thought his character was going to speak because <laughs> he, he, goes, he doesn't say one word. David Naughton gives a huge speech about and Michael J. Fox doesn't say, like, leave me alone or get the fuck out of here. <laughs> it doesn't say anything. Not one no. word, the whole scene. But I'll tell you this much. He is such a little cunt in this movie. I want to pick him up and and pick him up like uh, Hulk did with Loki and just boom, boom, boom all over the fucking floor. Larry, please. I swear uh, I was reading, by the way. He he was actually 18 when they filmed this, by the way. Yeah, because they needed someone who was 18 because they were filming at night. But they wanted someone who looked 15. And there's Michael Fox for you. Looks that way. But Larry, please. Ralph Macho was busy. I, lo- yeah. I love Michael J. Fox. I love Michael J. Fox. But He's not a Canadian in institution, a Canadian right. hero. Michael, don't, I love don't him. they have statues to him, like in every city? Michael J. Fox statues and stuff? Yeah, that's right. In my hometown, for sure. <laughs> Mandatory. There you go. Yeah, which, is, which, again, is why I was shocked you never heard of this film. I mean, Michael Fox's debut, and you weren't aware it existed. So. I think it's because you didn't have the J. It threw me off, you know? Yeah, that's true. That's true. He doesn't get the J for a year or so yet. But uh, all right, so they pick up his little brother Scott, and they go to the brewery, and uh, the the football team's at the brewery, and uh, Phil Kessel jumps in a in a vat of beer, right, and drinks himself (laughs) out of the beer. Yeah, it doesn't look like beer. Yeah. uh, Well, is his name in this armpit? Is that who? No, he's Blade Blade Okay. Something like that. This scene makes no sense. (laughs) Because here's the thing. Well, because um, what happens is they get into the brewery, and Michael J. Fox (laughs) is trying to sneak himself a beer. Okay? He he hops the counter, and he pours himself a a glass out of the draft, and the bartender whistles for the cops to come get him and shit. The bartender from, like, 1920s depression New York. (laughs) Yeah, let me just say, I think... That that bartender guy should have won an Academy Award. He was yeah, great. yeah. <laughs> he really felt how angry he was that Michael J. Fox was trying to get a beer. It was awful. <laughs> oh man. So what happens is is like you know David Naughton runs over and he's like, hey, I I can clear this up. That's my brother. And he's like, all right, you guys are all fucking out of here. So they get thrown out the back door, and that's where the clue is. So do you have to get thrown out of the brewery to get the next clue? Maybe. Good point. <laughs> said the same fucking thing yesterday when I was rewatching it. I was like, "Wait a minute." Yeah, this makes no sense. <laughs> and also, but... the clue the clue was like painted on a bunch of different cases of beer, and like forklifts are driving these cases together, stacking them up. So you know, I mean, they're union teamsters. They don't give a fuck how they do their job. There's no way they're organizing those crates in the right way for the oh, clue yeah, to show up. I you hear, know? What? Yeah. 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 By the way, something else that doesn't make sense about this scene, well, right before that, when uh, when the dude jumps into the vat of beer, the green team later goes down. They can't find him. They're looking in that vat of beer, yet he yeah. crawls out of a different vat of beer <laughs> through a hole that no. he somehow opened from the inside. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, what? It doesn't spill any of the beer out, really. 
there's a little beer comes up, but I'm saying a little bit not of beer in comes that out. anymore. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It, it, it's yeah. still only the second best. Uh, beer vat scene in movie history behind uh, Strange, Strange Brew. Brew. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> now, now, Mike, you know, you've seen Strange Brew, correct? Yeah, years ago. But yeah, absolutely. Yep. Thank God. That movie is good. You would have to give up your Canadian citizenship if you've never seen Strange Brew. Max von Sydow recently passed away. So, yeah. There you go. Yeah. yeah. All right, Larry. Max von Sydow is Strange Brew? Sorry. Yeah, yeah he's, he's a like bad Is he? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, then the next thing, you know, they get the clue that they got to go to, you know, Johnny's Big Boy Burgers or whatever. So they, they, they head oh, over. Oh, yeah. There. Mr. Carson's obese child was the clue. <laughs> obese, obese male, male child. child. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Obese male child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Johnny's fat boy. What is, what is Johnny's fat boy burgers. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, well, we should also mention that uh, when all this is going on, Leon is at his apartment with the game control girls, and uh, the landlady is very upset. Yeah. And she's oh. threatening to evict him. And uh, I don't know if you recognize teeth. that. Oh, my God. Oh. I don't know if you recognize that. They're so her, yellow. But, but she played Congresswoman Gettys on the Mary Tyler Moore show, two very famous episodes. Of oh, Moore. yeah. No, I have not. <laughs> and also, Mike Yale, get a load of this. That landlady... She played Aunt May on the live-action Spider-Man TV show. Get oh. out of town, really. I used huh. to like that show. Yeah, he's a pretty too. good one. Yeah. I did, too. It was awesome. <laughs> she was Aunt May. Now, at one um, point in this movie, that landlady refers to a police officer as you big ape. Another thing yeah. they would never let happen in a movie. Yeah. <laughs> because, again, it, it was an African-American police officer, so, yeah, that would be very... Oh, okay. I didn't notice that. Yeah. Yikes. That lady's a big <laughs> um, Also, uh, the other neighbors, like, she's the only one upset. All the other neighbors are getting in on the act. They're coming in, and they're seeing this big uh, board that Leon has. Again, this Brandon, this board is tremendous that he's keeping track yeah, of Yeah, can everything. we talk about the big board for a second? Yeah, the big, please do. The big board, geez, I'm trying to figure out size-wise. I mean – it's like a giant like map you would have had like back in like your high school history class, like that's on the wall and it's a layout of the whole city. And each of the teams is like represented by, I don't know if they're like magnetic or Velcro, but they just, every time they move from the location, it like moves, you know, over to the new location and the new location lights. It's the coolest goddamn thing. <laughs> Love the big board. I know. By the way, how do you pay for that? How do you pay for the big board? Yeah. And it's, it's 1980. Those are tremendous technology oh, back then. That's great. Um, one of the other neighbors, uh, also, I don't know if you guys recognized him, that was Emil Peterson from the Bob Newhart show. Yeah, the bald guy with the glasses. Anybody? Uh, was he also on... Uh, was he on an episode or two of Alice? He might have been on Alice a couple episodes. Yeah, well, probably. he's been in a bunch yeah. of things, that probably. guy. I've seen him on yeah. a ton of TV shows. But Mr. Peterson on Newhart. Here's Bob another Newhart thing show. about the landlady. Uh, she hates the Smoking fact. hot? That oh. Leah, that Leon goes to college, <laughs> so resentful over it with his college talk and Mister College and all that. She doesn't want to hear you from pervert. a college kid. Yeah, he calls he's him a pervert. pervert. She calls him a student, and he gets offended. Yeah. <laughs> you student? <gasps> yeah, it's really weird. Yeah. Where do they go so, to the brewery, Larry? I can't even remember. They're going to Johnny's Big Fat Burgers. Oh, that's so right. Look at the, Scott Boy yeah, Burger. Yeah. yeah, look at the melons. 
They got to look between <laughs> the two giant melons. That's a clue. Yeah. Look between the yeah. two giant melons. Now, right away, I knew we were going to see a stacked lady. Right away. And <laughs> I was very excited. Yep. <laughs> but apparently no one else in this game could even comprehend that. You thought the football team would know right away. I'm like, oh, they're going to Yeah, exactly. Right the football team. But no. So, way, so everyone's in this diner. had a lot of melons on hand. Just saying. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the, they're all ordering watermelons and cantaloupe and everything, and then cutting them up and looking in the melons and like, what are you doing? Look at that way. What kind of restaurant just has that many full cantaloupes in the back? That's <laughs> what I'm saying. That's exactly my point. Yeah. Because this looks like it's like a Denny's or an Elby's or Elby's, yeah. whatever the hell it's called. I'm or, like, they yeah. don't have fresh fruit. <laughs> no. Just... Hell no. Yeah, it's but, like an Elby's but obviously, or whatever. Uh, I was also a big fan of the waitress. Let me just go on record as saying that. Uh, Mike Yell. <laughs> Now, when they yeah. finally figure out what the looks between the giant melons, do you remember what was on her necklace? It says, hug me. Yeah. Hug me. <laughs> <laughs> that was the best Eddie Heason drop I've ever heard. Holy <laughs> shit. Hug me. Wow. Hug me. Yeah. So they're trying to figure out what that clue means. And out in the parking lot, the yellow team, uh, David Naughton's team, the fourth member is a guy named Flinch, who's like this real shy, awkward freshman who David Naughton is the freshman <laughs> counselor at the college. He's trying to t- – oh, yeah, what about that? Because they were just going to do the three-member team with him, Klinger, and, and Marvin. And uh, then Flinch shows up. He finally has a date with a girl at the beginning of the movie. And they open up the door, and they see this real nerdy girl. And they just shut the door and say, you're coming with us, Flinch. How do you yeah. think that poor girl feels? Never would do terrible. that in a Disney movie. <laughs> that was horrible. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. but, but but Flinch just like go has like a Rain Man episode. He jumps in front of him and just starts rattling off all the combinations of letters and hug me. Yeah, he goes hug him huge. Yeah, it's it, 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 it pretty good. <laughs> so, so they hug figure him, out it's me. Huge M, look for the huge M. And uh, now, yeah. right off the bat. There has to be at least two to three hundred McDonald's in the Los Angeles area in 1980, <laughs> and they never think about McDonald's. They're like, "Oh, it's the, it's the Golf Center." Well, well you got to be careful with the, the product problem placement. Is, that's but true, uh, Brandon, but the, did you notice in that? Other... Oh, I'm sorry, Brandon. But did you notice in the one thing David Naughton had a Dr Pepper in front of him? Yes, his uh, product yeah. placement. I wrote and that he down. Was he, Dr. Doc- he did that commercial. <laughs> that's Mr. Right. Dr Pepper. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I'm a pepper, you're a pepper. Yeah, That's right. Him. But I, I was just going to – the problem with the hug me clue, by the way, is that, you know, the very first clue of the movie, it's, you know, um, SSI Tari is mixed up in blood. So, okay, you're telling them the letters are mixed up. They didn't say hug me was – how did they know to unscramble it to mean something else? Like why would well, you they assume figured, like, that that's what that meant? The pattern just said was established me. mixed stuff up. And, no, and we should say not everybody – not everybody's getting these clues right. You know, like uh, the the meat machine mm. team, they they tapped out at the brewery. They never found that clue, but they just happened to see the other teams driving around the city, so they they uh, you know last. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I'm just saying, though, hug me. I would have thought they they should have gone to like a fucking I don't know a stripper. Hug me. A brothel. Yeah. Yeah. There you great. go. How do you know? It's L.A. Go to a brothel. Go get Flinch laid. But the, that would have actually been a good turning point. Flinch <laughs> that's gets a totally different. Totally different. Well, we'll huh? talk about Flinch in a minute because we're getting to that scene where he carjacks yeah. people. But uh, <laughs> uh, the, the clue actually refers to a miniature golf place that has a giant M um, on their yeah, logo. Yeah, I can't remember what it's called. Yeah. yeah. 
Mike, Mike Al, do they have miniature golf in Canada? Absolutely, <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right, I just wanted to check. It's, it's a standard place to take a girl on a first date, right, when you're in, like, high school, so. Yeah, yeah. Mike Al nice. getting it done, even in high school. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and so, so, Mike Al, but your buddy Harold, they, they play a little uh, 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 prank on the yellow team when they're in the Johnny's Big Boy. What, what do they do to their Jeep? Do you remember that? Oh my God! You know I've got the scene. I don't even. This is a. This is the point of the movie where I start to did, tune out. Did you watch okay? the movie, Michael? You watched the movie. <laughs> watched the movie. It was. It was already 24 hours ago, so I don't remember. What did they do again? <laughs> they cut their tires and sucked all the gas out of the tank. Oh right, oh, right, tires. right. Now I remember. Oh my tires. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so what happens next, Larry, at the miniature golf place? Uh, well, eventually the meatheads end up, like, sinking the putt that says, uh, look at xylophones initially, I think, 5.30 a.m. was the clue. It was right. on the bottom of a drawbridge. Right. Yeah. But the best part about that, though, is the blue team goes first, and Stephen first insists, let's go to the 18th hole. He's like, but they just said, to it, let's go, and then they get yeah. there. He plays it, and he's, uh, and he's like, by the way, you lost your ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> oh, yeah, the clue warned them, don't cheat. Don't just skip ahead to the 18th hole. But, of course, Harold has to skip ahead because he's – I can't remember what Harold's lady's name is, but I've been her over to I can't either. <laughs> calm down. Calm down. She's, she's hot she as fuck, too. She's old. She's in old. I thought though. she like – I know. Was the woman. first thing I thought, is that his mom? Who is that? Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. I don't care. Well, fuck Flanders, Mom. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> the other thing I like, the other thing I like from that uh, miniature golf thing is the uh, football team. They grab the nerd ball and they just throw it away. Yeah. Right, to the nerd. <laughs> and then next time we see the nerd, they're looking for their ball in like a little pond, and they all have yeah. rubber waders on. Yeah. So they just always, <laughs> they just always have rubber waders on their heads. And they're doing that like. <laughs> That fist pump, I'll get you yeah. when yeah. you're not saying anything. Yeah, yeah, I, that was so overdone, eh? Yeah, yeah. Clearly, you can't just go back to the booth and buy another ball, which we already know you can because Stephen first did it. But the other thing, <laughs> don't forget in this scene, this is also the scene where David Naughton's arguably at his dickiest when he yells yes. at Scott, who's trying to tell him how to play the hole correctly. Yeah. He's like, will you, just, will you just back off? And so he goes to putt. And Scott goes, hey, keep it down over there. And it makes Naughton fuck up his putt, and he yells at him again. Oh, it's just yeah. terrible. Now, if you notice, though, like, Scott pretty much gets them through every challenge. Like, for some <laughs> reason, Scott's the reason they make it to the next checkpoint. Because if he, yeah, they don't well, get thrown out of the brewery, they don't see that clue. If, they, if he mm-hmm. doesn't tell them how to, where to putt the ball, he doesn't, you know – make the drawbridge move and then you know as it keeps going on he's got the wire and the thing he knows how to play that video game but that's later on down the road right but yeah. he, you're right he's really the hero of the movie <laughs> yeah but he's a dick oh he's well, a dick. Deborah, Deborah Klinger is the hero of the movie <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> but uh, so that that clue that in uh, xylophones initially or whatever they uh, oh, Deborah Klinger solves it. She says, just use the initials of all the words, and it spells L-A-X. So Los Angeles Na- International Airport. And uh, what, I can't remember what happens at the airport, Larry. Oh, well, the Harry Krishnas are trying to pass out uh, literature to the teams, and, you know, they're resistant to it. Some are and some aren't. And then 
eventually they find that they got to get to this locker. Oh, see, this is the part I fast-forwarded. I didn't see that at all. <laughs> oh, so, okay. So, I mean, well, Larry, if you want to, I'll expand a little. So, yeah, yeah go. So these Hare Krishnas are in there, but they're all they're all actually, uh, you know, working with Leon. They're, they're just wearing uh, bald caps and stuff, and they're carrying the pamphlets, which, I, you know, oh, that's all Hare Krishnas want to give you their literature. Well, nobody wants it. Everyone's trying to avoid the Hare Krishnas until eventually Stephen first blows up hits the guy, he drops them all over the airport, and they're all rushing to grab the flyers because they realize, oh, there's a picture of Leon on there. So, And the clue is telling them to go to the lockers. So there's the color-coded lockers for each team, and that's, yeah, that's where they get their, their next clue. But. Yeah, see, I missed all that. So uh, and what's what the next clue <laughs> then? Yeah. Oh, well, do you want – Larry, do you want to do it, or do you want me to – No, go ahead. Um, so, the, so they each get this, like, uh, these – um, longish, you know, skinny boxes. They open them up. We see the blue team opening up, and uh, inside there is, uh, what, I think three photographs, like three Polaroids, and just like a little pink bouncy ball, whatever. And uh, they're like, where are we oh. going? We're just driving around. And uh, Amelia says, it's easy. I got it. <laughs> Cherry point. Yeah. And he says, uh, what do you mean? He goes, well, see, there's a photo of a chair. There's a photo of the letter E. And there's a photo of a pin. Chair E point, and he says, "What about the ball?" <laughs> and he's just hit the ball. It flips, <laughs> which I always thought was the funniest thing. <laughs> so awesome! Yeah, he just slaps the tray, and it, the ball just flies through the van, and it's fucking hilarious. Uh, it is good. Oh god, it's so funny. Yeah. Which, by the way, it yeah. was not Cherry Point, but no, uh, it's P- Pinball City. Pinball yeah. City. Mm-hmm. And here, Mike, we go to Pinball City, and they got to beat a Starfire game, but the proprietor of Pinball City, I'm sure you recognized him, Mike. Yes, Paul Rubens, a.k.a. Yeah. P.B. Herman. Yep, awesome. Yeah. He's very good in this. He yeah, is. Actually, this very... was his first film. I didn't realize that. Did you know that? Yeah. No. I guess he, start, he started doing the Pee-wee live shows, like, this same year, 1980. So this is wow. right when he was great. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Because he it was it was called the PB Herman Show. It was like a more it was like a variety show, wasn't it, or a talk show or something? Uh, I don't I don't even know. I was never a big he PB. Was sort of a, well, he did the one you know the one that was originally aired on like HBO years ago. That was like that live show. So where with like uh, uh God a Mister shit. One of the segments was like this film where a Mr. Bungle would... Uh, oh, Mr. Would, Bungle, uh, that's right, yeah. Yeah, they were like, he would cut in the lunch line, but a good person like, wouldn't do... <laughs> oh, God, that's fucking... That's right. Terrible. I forgot about that. Oh, yeah. funny. Holy shit. That's where the anyway, band Mr. Bungle got its name from, right? I, if that if that was called a Mr. Bungle, I would assume that's the case. Yeah. I don't know, but I would assume that. Yeah. Oh, so Let's funny. Take your word for it. Um, and uh, so at the uh, Larry like you were saying Scott always saves them Michael J. Fox always saves them because they have to beat the Starfire game and of course uh, Adam he's very serious and he doesn't want to let Scott have a chance but the lovely Deborah Klinger no he's the world champion of Starfire and she goes go ahead champ and Michael J. Fox beats the game (laughs) Michael J. Fox he beats the game and honestly 
45 seconds he beats the game. Well. And I'm thinking, <laughs> you guys had a, a fucking fistful of quarters. I understand you don't get it on the first try or the second try because you're kind of trying yeah. to feel it out. And But by the third or fourth try, I, I think you could go 45 seconds and beat the game, which is just well, Star Wars. Larry. It was Star Wars. It was Star Wars. That was actually something, right? That was an actual video game. It was an actual Starfire. That was actually a real video game at the time, Starfire. But oh, uh, and it, it had the Star Wars logo like that. The font, the same font. A font. You, you yeah. Used the wow. Star Wars okay. font. Yeah. They had the Tie Fighters and shit in there. Yeah, exactly. Hmm, yeah, such a rip off. Wait, but by the way, two things about that. By the way, Mike, uh, number one, you, and Larry, you just said this stack of quarters. Oh no, that was the gun barrel full of quarters, which <laughs> yeah, I love. Yeah. Number one, and then but. Yeah, Pee Wee Herman shoots the quarters into their hand to get with the, the gun. Yeah, yeah but yeah. didn't didn't they get the clue to play the game also because of uh, the Madame Leona machine? Yeah, there's a yeah yeah fortune. Oh, okay, right. yeah, yeah. yeah. The like, we overlooked yeah. that disgusting thing. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, but Larry, you mentioned how how uh, Scott beats it like real quick, forty five seconds. Well, not too long after that, the two fat twins beat it real easy too. Like they haven't yeah. trouble at all. <laughs> you know. <laughs> But David Naughton was struggling. Struggling. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, can't do anything right. So when you beat the game, Leon comes on and says, <laughs> "Nice." Bonaventure Hotel. Bonaventure Hotel. That's right. When they're driving over there, Larry, what happens, though? Uh, I think Scott runs away again or some shit, yep. and then they're all like, oh, let's just give up on the game. We don't care. We just love Scott now all of a sudden. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, everyone is saying that except for David Naughton. He's like, fuck Scott. He's my brother. Who cares? He'll be all right. We need to win this game. <laughs> but he comes and, around. Well, eventually, but not at first. So, uh, but Deborah Klinger's like just looking at him like, you son of a bitch. And she climbs out of the Jeep, and uh, Marvin and her and Flinch go looking for Scott while David Naughton drives away and leaves him behind because he has to win the game. Yeah. And then, but then he's, like, he's like, oh, maybe I am being a dick. Like, he, he figures out he's being a douche. And he goes back, and they're all just sitting there just waiting for him. And they're like, oh, he came back. Thanks, David Naughton. <laughs> you are a good guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, like, Scott's already been sold into like a sex ring. Yeah, he's been <laughs> kidnapped. <laughs> oh, wait, we skipped that. We skipped the part where uh, after they had their Jeep, uh, the tires flattened and uh, oh, the gas yeah. tank. And, uh, Flinch and David <laughs> Naughton are on their. They're running there on foot to get to Pinball City while the others are waiting to fix the Jeep and gas it up. And uh, what does Flinch do, Brandon? To get to get a ride. <laughs> well, Flinch says, you know what? Like, first of all, I'm going to rip off my bow tie that I've been wearing this whole time. Um, I'm going to rip this shit off. And he just jumps in front of a car in traffic. He just stands there. And sure That's enough, right. this uh, convertible comes to a screeching halt with uh, two young vixens right up in front. And he just hops in. He's like, hey, uh, interested in uh, going to uh, what? The arcade? Oh, we're not going that way. We're going to tell you what. Well, oh, we no, are no, now. We're just place. That was the minute yeah, golf place. Right, okay. right. Yeah. And just hops in, and uh, wouldn't you know, by the time they get to the uh, miniature golf place, he's getting those digits. Yeah. <laughs> and, and really, like a, 30 seconds later, the rest of them show up in the yellow car, so they all could have just waited. 
And I really wouldn't have been that <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> but, but the thing I like is when Flinch jumps in front of the car, he's standing right in the middle of the road, and he puts out his thumb like the hitchhike, but he puts it out like it's pointing sideways. You know, it's like really weird. Standing. I don't know. I can look. I have to rewatch that. That's a very subtle. Uh, huh. Let me just see that again. But yeah, he's a uh, be real smoothie now. But he's like Mike L now. You know, he's getting it done with the two ladies. <laughs> and the, you know, the secret is you lose that goddamn bow tie. Yeah, you just, and you throw away your inhaler. He also threw away his inhaler. Asthma schmatter. That's smart. That's always the move. Endanger your life. That's how you get fucked. <laughs> so. Idiot. Uh, everyone has to go to Bonaventure Hotel. The, the yellow team reunites, and uh, I miss. I fast forwarded there a little bit because I I, I miss time things. So unless I fast forward, I wasn't going to be able to finish before the show. <laughs> so I missed the big reunion. <laughs> I missed the big reunion between Adam and Scott. How did that go down, Larry? Uh, what well, happened? eventually, you know, Adam's like, "Oh, Scott, slurp, slurp, slurp." And <laughs> game, and you know, like, don't you guys want to win well, the game? I'm being a bitch the whole time about the game, but now we should win the game. Well, and he's like, I don't, I don't I care about that. the game. I don't. And then, I don't think that's But then here's what happened. <laughs> Whatever street they on in Los Angeles. Scott. Well, well, Scott betrayed them though with uh, Harold, right? Like when Scott was running away, yeah. he got into the van and told Harold St. Bonaventure Hotel, right? And then they well, threw he, him out of the van. Threatened. His life is threatened. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so right, yeah. He, yeah, he 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 thought he was going to get killed. So um, what happens though is like after everybody's like, oh fuck this game, like oh here comes Harold because the stuffed animal he bought for the old lady at the at the burger joint is laying in the middle of the street and she wants it back. So now the yellow team realizes, hey. We're still in first place, basically, so let's go finish this fucking thing. So they get to the fucking hotel, and Scott figures it fucking out again. <laughs> He's the one that wait, went down there. Wait, wait, wait. How does Scott figure it out there? I thought, don't they have a phone call? Well, they get like in the, the elevator, and they're like, I don't know what we're looking for. And then Scott's like, look down there. It says room 2704. And they're like, yeah, Scott, slurp, slurp, slurp. Oh, my God, that's right. Jesus. <laughs> Hold on, one other thing we, we jumped over. I just have to mention before it, because this is another oh, another reason I hate these two women is because again <laughs> all the other teams are still in this, but they just become sort of like ridiculous afterthoughts and like yeah, the yeah. red team has to team up with the white team and ride their mopeds and sh- or whatever. But is the uh, the red truck? Keep in mind they they keep they keep these two fat pigs. <laughs> <laughs> like like farm animals, they keep them back there. Yeah. They come to a stop sign and there's a fair, and they're like, "What do they do? They kick the bed open and jump out because they want to go have fun and go get food at the fair. So that so they have to park in a tow zone un, unknowingly. They park in a tow zone. Where do they find them on the guess your weight machine after realizing they cleared out the food stand? Okay, and then the weight machine when they stand up on guess your weight. The, the thing's spinning around and around and around. Like, I'm like, wait a fat shame. These two, like, the whole circus yeah. is just that they're fat. I mean, it's terrible. Yeah. yeah. I, I, read, uh, I read Roger Ebert's review of this from 1980 when it came out. 
because apparently the, the guys who made this film, I forget their names, but they, they were like childhood friends. They grew up together. They loved movies. They went to film school. I think they went to different film schools. But then they, uh, they made uh, some little films, and, and Ebert saw one of those films called Junior High, which apparently starred a young, starred a young Paula Abdul. Ooh, wow. Well, hmm. I'm interested. And, and he thought it had a lot of promise as filmmakers. So when they came out with Midnight Madness, their first real main release, he was all excited. But then he was very disappointed in the film. But one of his big complaints <laughs> was that, that the whole movie just, uh, like, fat shames people. <laughs> it just makes fun of fat people. <laughs> Interesting. It does. It really yeah. does. Between them and Stephen first, yeah. It kind of does. I, I guess the, these guys, when they made this film, were only, like, 24 years old. So, oh, well, and it's also that, 1980. I mean, I mean what? Yeah. <laughs> Get over it. It was different then. <laughs> it was. It was a different time. It was. Hey, uh, I just looked up those uh, uh, twins, if they've been in anything else, and uh, they were in the Gong Show movie in 1980 as well. <laughs> the Gong Show movie. Why well, so? I looked them up earlier today, like, just to see what they look like now. They're not – they're much thinner. Like, they're still a little hmm. chubby, but they're not, like, not as – I they were absolutely – you're going to say they're dead. <laughs> I don't know if they're – I don't yeah. think they're dead. <laughs> They're all. They're also in Hamburger. Hamburger That's the Motion right. Picture, nineteen eighty. Have you got? Have you guys seen Hamburger the Motion Picture? I no. may have years ago, like when I was fourteen yeah. oh. or something. It's about this movie. Yeah, they go. It's it's a hamburger university, and you go to like oh, yeah. the hamburger. Yeah, it was another one that was on all the time in my childhood. And there was like, and there's oh, definitely a lot of boobs in it, from what I remember. I kind of remember I've that never, now. Yeah. Yep. I've never seen that. Maybe maybe we'll do that one yeah. then next. Uh, oh. they, were also in that high, they were also in that junior high movie I mentioned that these filmmakers made before that. So look at that. They have a long history of these filmmakers. Huh. I love that. <laughs> well, I also, I got to say, right. I looked up the director, and he went on to work on Game of Thrones. Did he not? Oh. Uh, what? Probably. Yeah. 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 Longer career. <clears throat> I couldn't believe Jeez. it. But yeah, yeah, what a career true. turn. Wow. Yeah, their names were... Uh, their names were Michael Nankin and David Wechter. They wrote and directed. Huh. So, Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so at the Bonaventure Hotel, they figure out they got to go to room uh, 2704 or 2407. I think, yeah, I think that's right. 2704. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so they get there. The final teams are the yellow team and the blue team, Harold. And uh, I, th- I thought this ending was pretty clever, though. I liked it because you had the cops. Because that landlady called some more cops, and they're coming up to get the uh, the people, but they're stuck in an elevator. Like, the elevator won't open. So at one end of the hallway, you have the yellow team. One end, you have the blue team. And Harold busts out the uh, fire hose, and he's pointing it at him. He's about to spray him with the fire hose. And the yellow <laughs> David Naughton opens up the elevator, and the cops come out, and they get blasted with the water hose. So then they arrest the blue team, and the yellow team sneaks in and gets the win. I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, I like but that. again, wait, wait, don't overlook what Larry said though too. How did he open the elevator? What did he use? A key. <laughs> no, I thought Martin had. He a used key. Scott's yeah. fucking. Uh, no, he used Scott's uh, mouth thing. The fucking. What are those called? The retainer. He used his retainer again That's to unlock true, yeah. the elevator so the cops could run out. Oh, I didn't even see that. Didn't even see. It. I thought he had a yeah. key. I thought Marvin had. No, no, that's how they got the elevator running to begin with, and then like when they were stuck there, he used it again, Scott's retainer, to open up the elevator. See, 
See, I fast forwarded to the part where they got the elevator uh, working. <laughs> oh, when I, when I, I jumped from uh, when when Scott got thrown Michael out of the Dell, van from here. There is nothing going on in the world right now. You could have watched but I had the movie. I, had to, I, I missed the chunk after Scott gets thrown out of the van, and the next thing I saw was they were already in the elevator looking down at 2704. <laughs> oh, well, that happens after that, though. After they yeah, hit 2704, they get into the regular elevator, and it stalls. Right. And Scott takes his retainer out, and that guy picks the lock, and then Naughton picks well, the lock up there. But once again, it seems like that's a skill you would have to learn over years, not <laughs> I'm going to figure this out for the first time in 1.3 seconds. <laughs> well, well, see, I never saw anything with the retainer because I fast-forwarded again, and the next thing I saw, they were both in the hallway. <laughs> Mike Bell, did you even watch this movie? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I Mike, watched all the ten minutes. I had to shave. Why did you minutes. start the movie at like seven oh eight? I was having trouble. Getting, I was having trouble getting it because like, okay. Amazon was giving me issues. So then I had to go to YouTube, and by the time I finally got everything going, I was like oh, ten minutes God. behind the curve. I didn't expect it to be an hour and fifty fucking minutes. I thought it was going to be like but an we, hour and thirty. We talked about yeah. this on Wednesday, though. Yeah, I'm very busy. <laughs> By the way, we should talk about too, like you said. So, like they win, they open the door, they go into the room. We didn't really mention the fact that, like, the, like the the people in the apartment building at Leon's, and you know, the cops and the, the landlord and everything. It's been a traveling show. They've all come with him. Yeah, they're, they're all still yeah. in their pajamas and stuff. <laughs> yeah, because they all got into it. They started placing bets on what team was going to win or what team was going to do something. Else. So they had all these bets going on. So everyone was loving it except for that landlady, that mean old landlady. Yeah. And everyone else loved it. Don't go to and, college. Uh, we should say the movie ends with David Naughton finally kissing uh, Deborah Klinger. Finally. Yeah. That's how the movie ends. And that's, af- that's after I Great think team. first uh, hits his woman in the face with a pie or something like that. I was just going to say, that was so violent, eh? Yeah, exactly. Hey, like, way, she looks like she breaks her neck. <laughs> and when, I missed that, that too. Neil is cracking up, by the way. Oh, yeah. Yes. So Wait, finally, so like, hit- Stephen first, I'm going to tell you what happened. So Stephen first, they've lost every, they're upset. He's whatever. He's like, fuck this, I'm going off my diet. So there's a big spread of food out there, and he's just like, fuck it. He's, he's eating everything like. Very, well, he's you know, getting arrested, and he runs from the cops to eat the buffet. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. So, so he's eating. I forgot about that. You're right. And so his his uh, mom, girlfriend, whatever, comes over, and she's like, Harold, you're dying. And he t- picks up a plate of food and smashes her in the face. <laughs> yeah. Into, like, yeah. the water fountain area of the hotel. And, and Emilio, then, that Emilio guy's just cracking up again. Who's, whose side is he on? I don't understand. <laughs> what does Emilio want? Does he want her? Does he just, like, like to stir shit up? What, what's his deal? I don't know. Well, Emilio went on to Emilio went on to direct Hitch, so that's all you need to know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no! What did Barf do? Did he do anything else? Uh, Not really. I looked. Did Barf do anything? Oh, I don't know. Emilio directed Sweet Home Alabama. Great. That's a terrible movie. Blade is actually in a couple of other films. I'm just blanking on what they are right now, but I've I've seen him in other. 
movies as well, but uh, where he actually talks. Barf was on. Barf was on two episodes of The Fall Guy. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, oh, he was on <laughs> Misfits of Science, an episode of Misfits nice. of Science, an episode of Matlock. Um, oh, he's on an episode of The White Shadow. I love The White Shadow. Oh, wow. that's what we know him from. That's pretty good. <laughs> that's uh, about it. Yeah, so, so there it is. Mike L. First, yeah. time, first time through. Now, we all have, like we said, there, there's a huge nostalgia factor involved with this movie. Now, as a grown adult man seeing this for the <laughs> first time, how brutal is this movie? <laughs> well, let's put it this way. If I would have watched it in a room full of people and we're all drinking and having a good time, I probably, probably would have loved it. But, like, sitting here in my house by myself in quarantine, <laughs> trying to watch this for an hour and 52 minutes, it was not easy, you know? So, but Michael, you know remind funny? me, how, how old I, are you, Michael? I'm 43. He's all right. Okay. Okay, I thought so. I just want to make sure. Okay. I just got to say, though, considering the writer or director was only 24, and considering how ridiculous the premise is, it actually looked really good, you know? Like, the cinematography was great, you know what I mean? Like, it looked like a decent budget-sized movie, I thought. I don't know. Yeah. What did you guys I don't, think? I don't, disagree. I don't disagree with that. I mean, I think the lighting at times isn't great, but I think, in general, you're right. If you're a 24-year-old and it's your first film, it's not terrible. No. I, I love the premise. That's rock-solid, the premise. Um, I of course I love uh, Deborah Klinger and Candy, but uh, there's <laughs> yeah. moments in this movie that are really well done, like like little plot points, like the fire hose at the end and how the ending, the marshmallows in the computer to get rid of the supercomputer. There's a bunch of little stuff like that's really well thought out and plotted. But then like the dialogue and the acting, uh, yikes, not not the Stiff. best. Yeah. <laughs> Marvin, yeah, like, and also it, it's also yeah, too long. Well, an hour yeah, it's too long. Minutes. Way, way well, too part long. Of, you know, something else I thought about when I watched it yesterday was that there just seemed to be subplots that were just not necessary, and that's what adds to the length of the yeah. movie. I mean, if you look at the yellow team alone, you you have the subplot between Naughton and, and Klinger. You have the subplot with Naughton and Scott. You have the subplot with uh, Finch trying to fuck. I mean, so you have three <laughs> other stories going on just just within the main group of people. So it's like, Jesus Christ, how much can I handle here? Now I have to worry about four other groups of people, and they're bullshit. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a I bit think, much. And I'll, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Well, I was just going to say, Brandon, would the movie be better if they just cut the red team entirely? Because does the red yeah. team really bring anything to the yeah. film at all? No, they don't. They don't, and there's there's no one really to root for on that team or to like even yeah. remotely like. At least with like for instance the meat machine, because I was thinking about this another crazy scene that we didn't talk about early on when they decide, <laughs> you know what, we're gonna we're gonna play the game. They're at like a pizza joint drinking pitchers of beer, and yeah. they cheers yeah. their glass pitchers, and they they demolish them, <laughs> and they continue to drink. Them. <laughs> I was yeah. like, you're gonna get glass. <laughs> no, oh, I noticed that too. They're drinking a broken glass. <laughs> oh, it really disturbed me. I'm like, oh, God. So, yeah, so I, I agree. The red team could probably go. Even even the white team with the nerds, that at least adds something because you have Eddie Deason, and Eddie Deason is yeah. he's funny. I mean, I, I don't know. 
But yeah, I, I think that's a great point. Get rid of the that ending team. for all three of those teams, though, like the 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 meat machine, the nerds, and the sorority, um, where they all just end up pushing each other into the pool. It's just it's ridiculous. Oh. It's so oh. like oh. slaps. Here's brutal. another. Here's another option <laughs> they could have done. If you have the sorority team, make them smoking hot ladies. You know. <laughs> You know what yeah. I mean? Like, really, wouldn't, right. it, wouldn't that make a lot more sense? Like, have, like, four prissy, like, super high-maintenance, yes. smoking and hot they, something like bells said, if something. they remade this today, that's exactly what they would yeah, do. Yeah, they would be, that's yeah. exactly what they would do. But that's still, a great call. Like, uh, you know, these are 24-year-old guys making this movie, and they're like, well, we're going to put sorority girls in there. What are you thinking? All right, well, I got the twins. Uh, we'll bring them in. And then, like, I don't know, does anybody have, like, somebody's cousin or something that just wants to be in a movie for a couple of days and then see if she has an aunt? I, I you know, well, the, I, again, I, I am not a remake guy. I, I'm really not. But well, I mean, I'm I with you, though. Say, your suggestion remake. is pretty good. Yeah, yeah, it's, that's a really good idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because this right. would have this would have fit in like the late '90s with like remember like Road Trip, yeah, and like stuff like that or like well, didn't Ben they Wilder. Make something, some kind of scavenger hunt movie with like Mr. Bean and a bunch of like middle celebrities like that. <sighs> early 2000s. I feel like I know what you are talking about, and I can't think <laughs> of what it's called. But yeah, I I do know what you're referring to. Shit. I can't think of Mr. Bean's name. Oh, Rowan Atkinson. Um, Rowan Atkinson, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, David Wechter, one of the writer-directors of this, in 1986, he wrote and directed a film called The, Bu- the Malibu Bikini Shop. Oh. So Ooh. maybe we'll give that a word. I might have seen this on Red. Two, two brothers who have just graduated from college inherit a bikini store from their aunt. The Malibu Bikini Shop. I'm honest to God, I th- I, I'm I'm 100%, no, I'm sorry, 95% positive I've seen it. That's what I'm That's saying. Kind of, I might so have seen familiar. it. Uh, Believe me, the uh, wife yeah. and I watch so many bad movies. I'm telling you, this sounds like <laughs> Brandon, uh, I watched, yesterday I watched um, My Bodyguard. Do you like that movie? Oh, Do you yeah. have an affinity yep. towards that movie as well? It's it's when I was a kid I've I'd seen it a million times I have not I couldn't tell you the last time I saw saw it it's been so long I, mm-hmm. I barely remember isn't the kid from Meatballs in that yeah Chris <laughs> Makepeace <laughs> Red Cross or Makepeace that's it yeah yeah yeah, yeah Chris I, think I, always, I, hate, I always hated that kid I always just wanted to punch yeah, him. yeah he sucks he sucks I like him. Yeah, as a kid, I did like that movie a lot, yeah. Yeah, I still, that's another one of those movies that, like, from my childhood, that and uh, Flamingo Kid, I watched that probably last week at some point. (laughs) I saw that in the theater. Holy shit. Mike L., what would be your equivalent of Midnight Madness? Like, when you were a kid, what movie did you always end up watching over and over, was always on TV? Probably Grease 2, but if you don't count that. <laughs> no, if you're going to count movies that no one's ever heard of, it would be Max Dugan Returns. Oh, I remember that movie, I saw, yeah. I saw yeah? that yeah. with my dad and my brother when I was a little kid. Yeah, oh, yeah. it's freaking good, Love eh? That's great. <laughs> because, again, just the premise of, like, all this money and all this new shit. You, as a kid, you're just losing your mind. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, yeah, to me. Great Dane, too. Oof. Like, if, if Max Dugan Returns was made today, uh, first of all, it wouldn't be made today, but it would be, like, 
I don't even know. It'd be like a TV movie. Like no one would pay to make that movie, but I thought it was really good, you know? I don't really yeah. remember it, but I remember watching it maybe once. Is he kind of magical? Yeah, the... No. Well, no, no. Oh, okay. Maybe I'm well, kind of. You, know, you give him the plot. Tell him the well, uh, it's um, okay. So Matthew Broderick is a, is a, like living with a single mother, and her father, uh, who had abandoned her, comes back, and he's pissed off because somebody owes him money. I think it's because he's a criminal, right? You're li- you're you're close. He comes back under the guise of. Uh, telling her he's dying. That's what, that. That's how he convinces her to let her stay there. Right. He's got all yeah, this he money keeps that lying. He wants right. To just be able to give to her and the grandson. Right. 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 Yeah. And he keeps. Yeah. And then and Donald Sutherland is a cop, and yep. she ends up. She's kind of like the boyfriend to the the single mother, and um, he's on the. He's actually. Looking for is it that he suspects that he's a bad guy or he's looking for so he, a bad guy and then comes no, up that he, he's he a bad guy? The, he's a cop who comes into the picture because the mom's car gets stolen, so she goes reported stolen. They meet, they start dating, but then suddenly she he can't figure out why suddenly she has this brand new expensive car while she's got all these nice things. Right, 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 right. Where's right. all this coming from? You said like you have no money. I don't understand. So he's just being a cop who's you know suspect. That's all. Right, right, right. Oh. Uh, but anyway, yeah, it's, it's and great. it's actually it, it's based on a Neil Simon play, so it's not like it's a bad, it's a, like it's a good script, right? It's a really good story. It is a good script, yeah. It's really yeah. Good. Love that. Maybe movie. we'll do that one, eh? Sure. Nope. Oh, I loved it. Why? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like Marsha Mason? No. Oh, oh is hey, that her I'll name? Give you another one. Yes, Marsha Mason, but I'll give you another one from that era that was on all the time. And I'm sure, like, this isn't going to be, like, a surprise. War Games was always on. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, of course. Matthew Broderick again, right? Yeah, Mark, yeah. Matthew and that's Broderick. why I just thought of that. That was what a, always on. <laughs> what about, here's another one that was always on that not a lot of people know about, but I absolutely love this movie, 3 O'Clock High. Oh, I, I, I've, I've never seen it. Also. Oh, my God. It's so good. That's a 90s it, movie, though, I think. Or is it late 80s or early 90s? Uh, I'm pretty sure it's 80s. What's Holy fuck. Because we need to... Uh, I'm sorry, but we need to stop something here, because I've been looking up the cast of Midnight Madness, where they are now, you know? Just looking yeah. through, and I'm flipping through. And it's like, all right, here. So I get to flinch, and uh, I'm looking. They show, like, what they look like now. I'm like, oh, that looks like a mugshot. And then I, I read it a little bit more. Uh, today... Kenny is known as inmate number 112664, and he is incarcerated for life in Arizona for sex crimes against children. Oh, oh my God. I guess Finch did get laid. What the? Which one is this? Flinch. <laughs> wow. The, the nerdy guy. Oh, my God. Holy oh, my God. Larry terrible. with the line of the night. Holy <laughs> shit. I guess Flinch yeah. did get laid. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's fun. That was amazing. Yeah. What a crazy! Oh my god! Holy shit! You see the picture of the uh, twins? No. <laughs> no. All right. Real quick though, Larry, if I can just—I oh. want to say one thing about. Oh, go ahead. No, do it. Well, well, Mike, you're going to like this. Uh, the lady that played Harold's uh, girlfriend, oh, her yeah. name is Patricia Alice Albrecht. And okay. um, 
she is probably best known as the voice of the green-haired pizzazz on the 1980s animated television program Gem and the Holograms. No Whoa. way. Wow. Yeah. I used to love Gem. Nice. Isn't Joel yeah. way into the sure. Gem? Yeah, well, oh, Becca, Bex Luther loves Gem. Bex Luther okay, dresses maybe up Bex- as Gem. Oh, I've seen her do the Gem, yeah. I've seen the Gem. <laughs> yeah. I've seen the Gem. Let me, real quick, because I, I'm going to forget this, about 3 o'clock high. Larry, you'll appreciate this. You know, obviously, my brother, Mitch the Masturbator, again, <laughs> to this day, we still say to my brother, don't fuck this up, Mitchell. Still yell at <laughs> all the time. All the time. Uh, I, know, I know exactly the scene. He does say yep. it just like that. It's, don't fuck yep, this it's up, the principle. Mitchell. It says it, yep. Yeah. It's that movie is great. I it's, love and again, that movie. You, it's one of the movies though that's where the setup essentially the whole movie takes place in one day. So it's like you have to like that kind of movie. I think. And there's a very. But, uh, it's great. It's certain parts. It, there's a very different camera technique involved in this movie. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of like I don't know if you call them cut shots or. I don't know mm-hmm. what I, I'm not technical with this shit, but it's definitely different than the shit you normally yeah. saw in the '80s. Yeah, you're exactly right. It's really interesting. I mean, it's yeah. it's just a, it's a Casey Shamasco or Shamasco is the like, is somebody making mac and cheese? What the hell? Is that? <laughs> I'm just, sorry, I'm doing dishes. Go ahead, guys, continue. Uh, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> doing the dishes. Anyway. Hey, uh, the um, leader of the. The leader of the Red Sorority team was named Maggie Roswell, and she's noted, known for her voice work on The Simpsons. She is the voice of Maude Flanders, Helen Lovejoy, Elizabeth Hoover, Luann Van Houten, and others. How about that? Wow. Good idea. Huh. Well, she's sitting in some money. Good for her. Huh. I, oh, I see the twins there. Yeah. What about her uh, friend, uh, uh, Bonnie Franklin? <laughs> the little <laughs> <Yeah>. redhead. <laughs> She karate kicked that dude her. in the pool at the end. Yeah, she fucked but, that. But she fucks a lot of people. There's also a scene where they're at like a disco or something, and uh, a guy goes to hit on her because you got to hit on the one that yeah. looks like Bonnie Franklin, and she just turns around and punches him. Yep. Yeah. When, when the guy first appeared and starts hitting on her, my first thought I, I said, "Is that Scott Bakula?" It's not Scott Bakula. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's when this yeah, that's when they had to go see the stars and they go to the star yep. or whatever roller rink or whatever. Yeah. According to this article, they have no idea what she's doing now. Her name is Robin Petty. <laughs> dead. She's dead. <laughs> I'm sure. What? They, you know what? By the way, that Blaylock or the whatever that Phil Kessel guy, he's actually been in other shit. You should look him up. Yeah, uh, he has been in other guy. stuff. He's been in a lot of yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, he's an actual. He's continued to act, but yeah. Oh, uh, what the fuck? He was in something I watched recently within the last year, and I'm like, holy shit, that's Phil Kessel. Oh, uh, what the fuck? <laughs> it's, it's Hitchcock on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Who? Uh, Blaylock, or the the Phil Kessel. Dirk uh, I don't watch that show. Yeah, he's one of the... Yeah. Hitchcock, he's very funny on there. Holy fuck. Hitchcock. <laughs> well... I'm guessing there he's you bald. Go. Is he bald on there? or? Yeah, he, he's bald. And fat? And fat. Uh, yes. Um, okay. Just Leon, Leon quit acting in 1988, and he produced and developed game shows until he retired. He's 63 years old now. Leon. I thought he's Leon was good. He's a fucking hideous-looking man, by the way. He's <laughs> like very Leon. ugly. 
Oh, he's very uh, ugly. Man, they, they show a picture of a Deborah Richter today. Uh, she went with the lip injections. What are you doing? Ladies, listen to me. Uh, you're out there, and I know you're not. There's no women listening to the show. But avoid the <laughs> lip injections at all costs. It never looks good. Not once does it ever look nah, good. Don't I do agree. It. Yeah, good. fuck all that shit. What year did she start doing porn? If you say who, I'm just I'm speaking about the cast. I'm assuming pretty much all of them. Oh, all right. Uh, <laughs> uh, Sunshine. I mean, the look girl at this. Played Sunshine is Kirsten Baker. She is best known for Friday the Thirteenth Part Two. Larry, do you recognize her from Friday? Yeah. Ooh. Uh, um, I didn't really pay attention to her so much. I was looking at the other one. Sadly, in 2002-2003, she was arrested multiple times for driving under the influence. Here is one of her many mud shots. John Jones. <laughs> oh, look, she's 5'7". How about that? Oh. You can tell by the mug shot. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> All right, there you go. So, so really, so I mean... Am I? Am I? I, I guess this is um, fair to say, right? That the most successful career out of this film has been Michael J. Fox, right? I would think. Oh, obviously, it has to be. But Ed. after him, I, I guess David Naughton would be too. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, but other than Werewolf, so. what else has that guy done? I don't know him from in the Dr Pepper commercial. Well, but he did Werewolf. I mean, that's a kind of an iconic film. <laughs> it, it, it's 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 culty. A lot of people oh. have never seen it though. Well, well hmm. technically, two would be uh, Pee Wee Herman, right? Oh, oh yeah. Pee Wee Herman, definitely. And Phil Kessel. Arguably, Pee Wee Herman's arguably one. That's right. <laughs> over Michael J. Fox. Two-time really. champion, Phil Kessel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, Michael J. Fox is over Pee Wee Herman. Michael J. Fox is over sort of Pee Wee Herman. You, who's the, worldwide, who do more people do you think know, Pee Wee Herman or Michael J. Michael Fox? Michael J. Fox. I would think and, I disagree. <laughs> I think it's Pee Wee Herman. Back to the future. Back to the Future was ridiculously huge. Oh, shit. Like, ridiculous. Yeah, I'm forgetting that. That's right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I did forget that. Well, and, and Family Ties. Don't forget about... Family Ties. Well, yeah. yeah and Michael right. J. Fox I was just thinking jacked of... off theater either. So. <laughs> <laughs> but that gets you known, too, though. <laughs> <laughs> What's well, true? Not who they like better, just who knows who, who's more aware. Uh, but I guess uh, last on the list, be uh, flinch in his multiple sexual crimes against children. <laughs> yeah. He did yeah. No. <laughs> when they get to the hotel, is that head of security supposed to be Lafour's? Who's Lafour's? Which Cassidy? From Butch Cassidy, you... like you know, with the beard and the sunglasses oh. and shit, smoking the cigar. Well, is that supposed to be like probably. a reference to that? No. Now, if it was, if it was a rec- reference to Lafour's, he would have the hat. You know. Mm. Is a hat. A hat is okay. I think they're just making a badass. Fair enough. By, by the way, number four on the list. Um, unless, well, it could be Castle. You could be right, but it, Stephen First has to be somewhere on that list, right? I mean, you figure Animal House and Saint Elsewhere. Oh, that's right. Yeah, explain number four. Yeah. Oh, uh, the girl yeah. that played Candy, De- Deborah. Uh, what the fuck's her name? Deborah Ricker. She was also on Hill Street Blues. For five years, As a, she was she a met, I think so. She played. I think she played a guy's wife, and then they actually ended up marrying in real life. I think huh. from what I read, but she was on there for like. Was it Flinch? <laughs> no, she was too old. <laughs> oh, yeah, <way> too old. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Well, <laughs> while you guys are here, 
I know Mike Dell doesn't have Netflix. Did either one of you two guys? I know Brandon did. You you watched the Tiger King? I started. No, I started watching. All right. I heard about it. Yeah, we finished it tonight. It's fucking yeah. weird, man. It is so yeah. rednecky and weird, yeah. and I don't know, man. Like, how so far did you make it? I want to ask you. I've I've watched the first two episodes, and all I keep hearing is it gets even way crazier. Yeah. Like, yeah, is it, is it worth finishing it? I would say, like it is. I like what I don't remember because we kind of binged it in the last two days. Like, where does two leave off? Like, what's oh, going geez. on? I'm trying to think. I don't. God, I don't even know. I mean, put it, it this it gets, way: like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to give anything away to if these guys are going to watch because it is, it's nuts. Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's crazy. Yeah, it gets. It, it's kind of like that. Uh, three identical strangers. Like by the time. By the time you get to the fourth or fifth episode, they're still peeling back shit. You know, like, yeah, holy Christ, that's what I these people are all deplorable. <laughs> Three Identical Strangers is great, by the way. What a good yeah. movie. <laughs> I don't love the that's Tiger King. It's long. It, 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 you know, I figured, what the fuck? There's nothing else on. It's new. It's at least... Sure. It's very interesting. Mm-hmm. That guy makes the greatest music videos in the history of any <laughs> recorded sound. I can tell you that much. <laughs> Oh, he's so funny. Did did you did you any of you guys watch uh, McMillions? No, not I watched, me. I watched the first two episodes and I was like, all right, I get it, but I I can't take oh, that really FBI good. guy. I want to punch that fucking oh, dude. He he's is, so annoying. He is fucking hilarious. Are you kidding? Oh my I god. See, that's what that I was, everybody's saying he's hilarious, and by episode two, I'm like, I can't take another fucking minute. With oh, him. he's so he's dumb. the best part of the show. He is the best part of the show. He's so fun. But yeah, it's worth. <laughs> I think it's worth watching. It's a yeah. it's a really good story. Like, I wish yeah. they could have done that in like two three hours. Like I would be into you it. You know, like, several people said that, and I don't get it. There was really <laughs> only like I'd say in total maybe like a half hour. I thought that dragged. Otherwise, I was like, yeah, I thought it was really well done. But huh. whatever. All right. That, that me. That me. So, what is? Yeah. Well, I we got through uh, this movie quicker than I thought, which means. Uh, that gives me more time to potentially go drink more beers and get off the phone. Um, not that I don't <laughs> want to speak to you guys. Oh, hey, before I go, though, I, I am going to go. I'm sorry if you don't mind. I'm, I'm actually just tired. I want to wipe out. What kind of beer are you I drinking? Go, um, so w- what we've been doing for the last, God, I don't know, six months or so, um, at home, we have just been drinking, like, shitty, like, light beer in an effort, A, just to, like, you know, save some money and, B, um, just better for my being diabetic and shit. Because like Coors Light? Like, is that what you're saying? Alcohol. If you're saying Coors Light, I'll no, hang no, no, right no, the no. fuck up on you. No, I, I've been drinking like Tecate Light and Corona Light and all that all shit. Right. You know, like nothing, so you're still keeping a little bad. hipster, but older sense yeah. of the hipster. All right. Yeah, that's exactly how, right. How about but, some Pabst Blue um, Ribbon? No, I used to drink PBR, but, P- but PBR is more of a uh, malt beer, and like I don't like that malty shit quite as much. I I, I don't know, kind of fucks with me. So, um, but uh, so shit, totally lost my train of thought. Oh, I no, I'm sorry. Was this? No, that's okay. Um, we never did. And Larry, get ready. We never did a best of 2019 uh, music review. No, no, we uh, did. No, you just you were drunk. No, you don't no, remember. No. No, we did it. I brought no. it up to Larry. I brought it up to you, Brandon. I tweeted you about it. I don't think you ever saw it or responded. But I brought it up to Larry on the show, and he said, no one tell Brandon. 
Don't yeah. remind me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was thinking about it yesterday. I'm like, wait a minute. Are we going to do one of these? Because uh, we have nothing but time. I'd love right to now. do it. I'd love to do it, Brandon, whenever you want to do it. Well, he wanted to do it last week, and you kind of like told him, well, I can't do it this day, this day, this day, or that day. I'll see you Friday. (laughs) Well, I'll tell you what. You tell me how much time you need to cut up the tracks and do whatever, and I'll I'll be happy to come on and discuss it. So we're doing a 19 and a 20? Well, it's 19. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. We didn't do do one the year before either. That's what I'm saying. So we should do two. I don't think so. I thought we did for 18. I'm pretty sure. No, because no, we did not. We definitely did not. But don't tell Brandon. (laughs) Well, look, bottom line is, Larry, you're not going to like it. I am right here. Uh, But in 2019, I want to say I had at least three pop records on my list. Yeah, that's what I wanted to If we do this, Larry, get this. I know Larry's going to like one of the albums. Brandon, what kind of a man are you? On your top 10 albums of the year, you had a Taylor Swift album on your. Your list, right? Dude, listen, listen. <laughs> Two things. Number one, 2019, maybe not the strongest year in music, okay? But number two, I'm telling you, after I went and saw her uh, perform live with the yeah. wife and daughter, it, 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 it changed a lot for me. It really did. I was like, <laughs> holy shit. She, it did. It doesn't mean I'm like a huge pop music fan, but she's fucking rad. <laughs> she's really good. <laughs> she's good. Mike Gale, Taylor Swift. Have you, have you looked at her? Have you laid eyes on her as well? Yeah, Taylor Swift is beautiful. Absolutely. Yeah, she's gorgeous. But she no, is you know so what's funny hot. is, so you guys are talking about listing your top ten like albums of the year. I Not couldn't exactly. even. I, I I do a best I, every year. Every year. I, I, bought, I like, like I listen to maybe one new album every year, if that. So oh I could never God. make that list. Yeah, Mike Gale, tell Mike Gale how. How many albums yeah. do you listen to a year, Brandon? Go ahead, tell yeah. me. I'd say at least a couple hundred. I mean, at least. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, like, seriously, for me, like, I stopped, essentially stopped listening to new music in 1995. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I'm with you. Like, I do, I do <laughs> listen to, like, some, but, I mean, it's literally five or less every year. That's it. I wow. hear you. I'm with you. That's ya. Crazy. Crazy. <laughs> It just depends. Yeah, like, just for me, like for me, movies, like I try to see, you know, a hundred movies per year if I can, but for music, it's just wow. a very small handful. That's it. Well, here's what I'm saying, Mike. Part Gallup. of it though is that I, I listen to music at work all day. Though. That's the thing too. So. Okay. I've seen like, I, I, I notice you're one of those kind of people that like you, you post on Facebook what you're watching. And all I'm saying is yeah. you should listen to more music. <laughs> maybe, maybe. <laughs> oh wait, you know, quick, I don't know. One last, oh, I was just gonna oh, one last show idea before I forget. Right, have any of you guys checked out Dave on FX? I saw you. I saw you on Facebook today talking about Dave. Yeah. That, what is Has that? Anyone seen, what is Dave? Okay, I mean, I've, I've only watched the first three episodes. Yeah, it's 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 um. You know, it falls into that dramedy thing. There's no laugh track, but it's very funny. But uh, it's about it's about this uh, guy named Dave Bird, who is a YouTube rapper who goes by the name Lil Dicky, and uh, he's got this oh. big hit that people know him from on YouTube called "My Dick Sucks," because he, he, when he was born, he had this uh, this weird um, 
accident that performed the surgery and his dick is all fucked up. So he's like, he's like a 25 year old uh, Jewish rapper from Philadelphia living in LA trying to like become more than a YouTube rapper. It's fucking hilarious. (laughs) No, he's not a real guy. And this is his I think, story I think he thing. might be I think he's like playing yeah. himself Like playing a version of Sort of like Larry David playing Larry You know what I mean But uh, uh, okay. yeah it's it's very funny Like I would I would definitely check it out Are these half hours or hours? Uh, like half hours The first one I think is like 35 minutes But the, yeah it's a 30, 30 minute show Alright Give it a watch mm. I'm t- Especially that, in right. episode 3 is amazing I'm just saying leave it at that but Check it out you know, right. uh, you know that. Remember, I a couple months ago I was talking about. Uh, there's a documentary on Amazon Prime called uh, "Star Wars: Empire of Dreams" or "Galaxy of Dreams," and it's just basically how you know the, the whole making of Star Wars to Empire to Jedi, and it's like three hours long. Hmm. I watched that like three times this week. I've I think been in the house. That, yeah. I've been in the house. That's been around a while, right? Yeah, it's not very new, yeah, but it's very yeah, detailed it's and good. It, it's very calming, and uh, I really love that <laughs> documentary. I watched it like three times. Yeah, I don't think I've sure. ever seen it, but huh. If you like Star Wars, and if you like three-hour blocks of your day gone, <laughs> well, wait, Are you guys fan? I could see, I don't know, Mike Dell, maybe Mike L is. Like, are you guys fans of Dune? No, Dune. Oh, no. The movie? Yeah, the movie. No, uh, I I love David. Uh, David Lynch. Lynch. I think, yeah, I think that's by far yeah. his worst movie. The only, he, okay, he did the only not have reason I ask. Yeah, well, right. So the reason I ask is because, like, I don't know. There's a great documentary called uh, Jodorowsky's Dune. Who he's yeah. the guy that did. Uh, have you seen that? No, no I haven't seen, seen it, but I but I know who he is because he's like you know comic artist and all that. So. Uh, well, kind of. well, no, Jodorowsky's the the director who. Ah, uh, God, I can't think. I'm like blanking on the names of his movies right now. Like Holy Mountain. Uh, yeah, yeah, and didn't you talk? Oh top, what is it called? Topo or Topo? El Topo, yeah, dude. El Topo, yeah. His, his fucking movies are insane. But there's a documentary called Jodorowsky's Dune because apparently he was like commissioned at one point to direct Dune, and, and it, it talks about all of his visions of how he saw... Oh, God. It's crazy. Crazy yeah. fucking movie. But anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Okay, guys. I, I may have to... Pass on the Dune. I may have to call it. I'm, all right, I'm, Brandon. I'm just running well, thank, steam here. Well, thank you, buddy. And uh, maybe we'll do the music one soon. Because I, I want to do it. Let's do it. I want to do it, too. Right. Let's do it. We're all off. Find another... Uh, Exactly. And if you have another terrible movie you guys want to uh, talk about, I'm more than happy to. And keep in I'm mind, a, I'm so intrigued by Hamburg of the movie. I'm intrigued by Hamburg. Yeah, that's what, I've not seen it in years. I would love to rewatch that. But we um we've got nothing but time right now. So yeah, yeah Larry, what about we do have three you... shows a week? How about it, Larry? <laughs> uh, you know, I'm just sitting at the house. <laughs> All right. I'll tell you what. Maybe we'll do a bonus if you can ever, uh, if, if the two of you will ever figure out a way to monetize this shit, I'll, uh, I'll be happy to join as a full time cast <laughs> Oh, so that he needs is... paid. Yeah, now <laughs> he needs money. Yeah. Uh, All right, Brandon. Thank you. Well, thank okay. you, buddy. <laughs> right, guys, take care. Bye, 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 Later, Brandon. See ya. I guess I'm done too. Or is there still like another half of the show? Oh. Or what's going on? Yeah, we can. Just hang around. I don't know. Is there something you want to talk about, Michael? No, I don't know. 
<laughs> I was going to say, I definitely wouldn't be useful for any new music episodes, but if you want to talk about any music from the mid-90s or before that, I'm totally in. Hey, I'm looking this up. Uh, Hamburger the Motion Pictures on YouTube for free. You could just... Nice. Oh. Somebody uploaded it. Oh, yeah, because I paid three bucks. So, is Teen Wolf officially out? Like, are we not doing Teen Wolf now? Is that yeah, the deal? I, I, I'd rather... I'd rather do, like, more obscure shit. Yeah. I love Teen Wolf. Oh, I see, I see. Okay. So, Max Dugan Returns, that could be one. Oh, yeah, I'd oh, watch fuck that. that. I'll do Max Dugan Returns. <laughs> we're we're doing not? something, like, weird. Something weird and, like, uh, without Matthew Broderick. Those are the two things that need to be done. Have Three O'Clock High? Uh, I didn't know if you've seen it. Okay, what about Beastmaster? Is that, is that a good one? Mark Singer? <laughs> yeah. I'll pass, on, I'll pass on Beastmasters. Thanks. <laughs> but, wow, you're beating uh, on everything. Yeah, just terrible suggestions. That's why. But, what if? Uh, why don't Mike we go Yo. back and watch that 1980s Spider-Man live-action show and comment on that? Yeah, I mean, I'm in for that. Yeah, I'd be down for that. Is, is there some place where we can watch that? I have no idea, but I, bet uh, I will do some research. How about bad. that? All right, Michael, you look into it. And um, are you making I mean, chili, Michael? going on there? No, I'm like chili? heating up vegan cheese. It's a long story. It's very complicated. It's that. Vegan cheese. Huh? I'm not sure yeah, what it's made of, but it's pretty tasty. Are, are you now vegan, Michael? Oh, well, no, I'm vegetarian, but I'm trying to go vegan. I'm, I'm, it's a slow process. How, why? What's holding you back? Like, it's pretty much a lateral move from, I mean, just go suck it up. Let's well, because you then you got to cut out eggs and you got to cut out cheese. Like, cheese is the hardest thing, right? Because it's on everything. Pizza, well, you should, tacos. You should you be know. cutting out eggs anyway. You're vegetarian. You shouldn't be eating eggs. Period. Like, well, no, vegetarians cheese. eat eggs. Yeah, pussy vegetarians. If you're a real vegetarian, you don't eat eggs. Well, that's called oh, a yeah. vegan. That's he a doesn't vegan. want to be a vegan. It, but... It, Vegetarian should eat eggs. It's a baby chicken. It's a baby chicken. No, you it's not. It's un- unfertilized. No, it really is. Oh, yeah. yeah it's no, it's un- yeah. It's like you're eating their menstrual cycle. <laughs> I don't eat it. Anyway, the fetus is okay. We'll talk to about eat. that in no, the next episode. Okay. Not okay to eat the fetus. Don't do it. Okay. Well, let um, me ask you this, Michael. Yeah, I'm sure you guys are under the same kind of lockdown and stuff that we're under and what have yeah, you. Yeah, totally, totally. Are you missing Acapulco Delight? Absolutely. <laughs> I actually, the first, like, when I kind of knew the lockdown was coming, I went there one last time because I knew it was, like, the last supper, you know? Yeah. Well, that was it. Yeah, they shut down. They were delivering for a couple days, but, like, you know how it was, like everything kept changing. So at first they were just delivered, and then after a couple of days they were like, no, nah, I'm going to shut down. That's it. They're shut down. For now at least. Now here's yeah. something I find odd is usually when you go to Acapulco Delight, you'll, you, you post your pictures on Facebook. It's your plate of food when you get it, and then your plate of flu- food when you're done. Yeah, but when you're finished with it, there's literally nothing on the plate. Like you took it to the sink and you washed it off, you rinsed it off, <laughs> yes. and then you put it back on the table and took a picture of it. That's true. But like, how do you me, get it so clean? Like, there's just, no refried beans stuck to the the side or anything. Because I scrape it down until there's nothing. <laughs> it started. It started as a joke because 
I said, whenever I used to go, it was obviously at three in the morning. I was always wasted. Right. So I was just so hungry that I would like just clean the plate. And so then it became kind of just like my thing. Like, well, now I have to clean the plate, you know? So that's what I do. Wow. You do clean a plate. Yeah. Like they just, like they just put it back on the stack after you leave. Yeah, exactly. That's what I, I always say. It's ready to go for the next guy, you know? Yeah, it definitely is. He's like Harold in Midnight Madness. He likes his food. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Mike, yeah, last, right. last night we recorded the new Flea Market Fantasy with Jolie talking Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's right. So people can look forward to that on Tuesday. I'm sure Larry's excited. I like that. Yeah, getting his along. And the invite is still out for Larry to come on the show to review Amazing Spider-Man number 300, right? First appearance of Venom. <laughs> Venom, 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 Venom. I thought you wanted to do the. That's the one. I thought you wanted to do the wedding issue. The wedding issue. I thought. Oh, that's right. Yeah. All right. Mary Jane. He should have sent her over. I don't know. Very busy. What if we just schedule it in and we just tell you? We could do that. He's not going to read. Larry can't read. I can read. Secret. I just choose not to read. That's his big secret. He doesn't want to let the world know he can't read. <laughs> I can't read. It's like an after-school special over here every week. Yeah. Like the, Aaron, <laughs> the Aaron Henry story. <laughs> I don't know. All right. Well, All right, I, Mike, am, no. I have to make my dinner because I haven't eaten yet, so maybe yeah. I should wrap it up. All right, Mike L. Well, thank you, buddy. And uh, Mike L., 1 to 10, Midnight Madness. What would you give it? Ooh. Um... Watching it by yourself is a uh, four out of ten. Watching it with a group of people is probably an eight out of ten. All right, that's that not sounds, bad. That sounds fair. Yeah. Sounds fair. All right, Mike. Yeah, well, thank you, buddy, and uh, we'll talk to you All next right. week, I guess. Thanks, yeah, Mike. Sounds well. good. Yeah, no problem. I'll see you guys hopefully soon when we review uh, Max Dugan Returns. All right. Yeah. I'll watch <laughs> okay. <laughs> see you later. Right. Bye. Later. So I uh, go to Comic Book Syndicate. Dot com and the, uh, the comic syndicate or this comic syndicate on Twitter, not the this comic syndicate, and uh, follow the Mike L. Flea Market Fantasy. So Larry, what else is going on? Any other uh, thoughts about Midnight Madness? I got to tell you, Larry, I, I enjoyed Midnight Madness. I enjoyed it. Uh, it's too long, but I enjoyed it. Dude, I've had it. I've had it on pretty much all day today, other than. <laughs> um. We watched the last two episodes of that Tiger King show. Other than that, I, I've had this, like, I just keep replaying it. I've been on the iPad all day playing video games and shit, so it's not like I'm watching it, but it's in the background, and it makes me feel good. I'll, I'll probably uh, go back and watch the scenes I missed, you know? <laughs> I missed, like, yeah. ten minutes there. So yeah. I'll go back and watch it again. Like, uh, how yeah, long do you get to rent it for? 24 hours? 48 hours? Three days. Three days? Three days. Oh, that's three days. That's a good deal. That's a buck a day. Can't beat that. Um, uh, what else? Uh, have you? I haven't really watched anything else all week. Um, uh, yeah, I've just been watching. You know, like I said, I watched that Star Wars thing a bunch of times. It it, it was just a bad week here. We had a you know a tough week at work, and uh, so it was stressful here. So I wasn't really too interested in watching anything. Have you been shopping lately? I went grocery shopping this morning, yeah. I ran up to the store and got some shit. Got the fuck out of there. How's the uh 
How's the supplies at this grocery store? Still supplies up? are starting to, you know, they're starting to fill back up. They had toilet paper there today. They had paper towels. Ooh. They had nice. cereal. Yeah, I'm going to go shopping again tomorrow like I usually do on a Saturday. And uh, so hopefully there'll be toilet paper. That would be nice. Uh, they didn't <laughs> yeah. have a lot. I mean, they had enough. Yeah. It wasn't like, oh, if you didn't get in here in the next 10 minutes, it's going to be gone. But it's probably going to be gone by, you know, tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see. Um, yeah. Otherwise, uh, I've just been I still know Atlanta Lakes and... cheese. I can't get Atlanta Lakes cheese to save my life. Atlanta <laughs> Lakes cheese. I love the Land of Lakes. The only kind of cheese I like. All right. Can I tell you a Land of Lakes story from when I was a kid? Yeah. Uh, yeah. When I was probably like in fifth grade, there was a kid at our school who he did it. Like Land of Lake, it has the Indian lady on the front, right? The Native American lady. And the yeah, old I don't days. Know if it's, yeah, I don't know if it's a guy or a lady at this point. But either way. Yeah, but it, in the old days, it was a lady kneeling on her knees. and. Um, oh, yeah. So this, this kid, he he found a way to carve it up, to fold it. He did like origami and like an exacto knife, and he fo- he cut like the area of her chest out, and he folded it up so the knees put out through the window. It looked like her boobs were showing. That's <laughs> <laughs> kind of skilled. Like like yeah. if he would do that today, like he could film that on his iPhone and put it on TikTok, and then he would probably get yeah. like eleven thousand dollars from it. Probably, yeah. How about that? So yeah. now, anytime I ever see Lando Lakes, you know, it's forty years later or whatever. Every time I see Lando Lakes at the store, I think of that. <laughs> yeah. so, I lo- I love Lando Lakes. That that is good American cheese. I'm trying to think of any other news, Larry. Uh, well, WrestleMania is next week, not this yeah. week, but next week. That's weird. And they're having all sorts of issues because people are getting sick and they're pulling out some people and. Um, apparently Oscar did wrestle. She wrestled her match from all accounts. Um, I heard but, Roman uh, Reigns. He's like, fuck no, I ain't coming to this. Yeah. Wait, he was actually down there already too, I guess. And then he decided, you know what? I'm not going to do it. And good for him. He shouldn't be doing it. Um, no, fuck no. And, His immune system's not the strongest. Yeah. Yeah. None of them should be doing it. Like I just, you know, just don't do it. I, I get that they're trying to you know, make people happy and everything. All right, whatever. But, Really They're not it. trying to keep uh, people I... happy, dude. The, don't kid yourself. They are trying to stay around because I guarantee Vince's biggest fear is if we go away for a month, they're just going to forget about us because it hasn't been that great recently anyway. <laughs> I, I don't think that's the case at all. You don't um, think? No. WWE is not just going to disappear because they don't have a one month on TV. I don't say that in mind. These kids turn on you in a heartbeat, man. They have no attention institute. span. But uh, so I don't know. It just it doesn't seem like it's worth it because it's not going to feel like WrestleMania anyway. You know, it's going to feel stupid. No. Like it's not. Uh, so I don't know. And apparently, the only guy who wanted to do it was Vince. Everyone else didn't want to do it, but he's like, "Oh no, we got to do it." So, so um, are all but, of Sasha Banks' tweets sarcastic? Then I'm guessing. I haven't seen her tweets. I don't know. What, oh, I don't know. She's just every time I see her tweet, it's always like. Thank you for just such a brilliant man, Mr. McMahon. You know, it's always like that. Oh. So like mastermind, Vince McMahon. Oh, but, well, I haven't seen any like recent ones, but she's been doing that for a long time now. Uh, like where she always says like thank Van- thanks Vince for like the, all the money and stuff. And I, I think that's just her little character she's doing. So. Huh. All right. Well, 
doesn't land. But yeah, like who cares about WrestleMania at this point? It's going to be so dumb. Like the whole point of WrestleMania is the monster crowd, the reactions from the crowd when surprises happen and WrestleMania moments and all that kind of shit. I'm guessing, like, Becky already filmed her match, but I'm guessing Shayna definitely wins now, right? Because, I mean, she's probably going to win anyway, but in an empty arena, that's there's no pop if Becky wins, so you might as well just have her lose. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess. Uh, uh, it's so weird. Yeah. I don't like the empty arena shit. I don't. But I'll tell you what I do like about Raw is I can watch it in about 40 minutes at this point because... There's always, like, the last couple of weeks, they just put on, like, old pay-per-view matches, so I just fast-forward through that shit. I fast-forward through any time Andrade's on, and then, you know, <laughs> the rest of the show is commercials, and then if they're going to show me, like, a preview of a WrestleMania match, like, why they're feuding with me, I fast-forward through that shit. So Why would you fast-forward through Andrade? Andrade? I don't You're fast-forwarding like through Zelina Vega. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's hot, but well, I don't know. Well, I guess I he had to pull out, too. Uh, I guess he hurt his ribs, so he's not uh, in WrestleMania either. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's like I don't even know why. So now I guess Goldberg versus Strowman is the main event now or whatever. It's like, yay. <laughs> oh, I didn't even hear that. So I don't know. But uh, all right, so that's next week. Uh, so they're going to get Braun the belt? Or they're going to let Goldberg continue to hold the belt? Pro, I guess Goldberg's going to keep it now. I don't know. They should just put what? it on Braun. Yeah. yeah, they should. Yeah, they should have put it on Braun like two years ago when he was fucking super popular and shit. Hey, let's let's check uh, if Tuffy or let's see if Jank's here. Tuffy, are they here? Yeah, Tuffy ends in a three, and Jank ends in a seven. Jank. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, it's Kevin Jank, everybody. <laughs> yeah, on hold for two hours. <laughs> Tuffy. Hey, it's Tuffy, everybody. Now, uh, hey. are either of you familiar with uh, Jank? Are you familiar with Midnight Madness? Uh, yes, I actually saw it for the first time a couple years ago. It was one of those movies that I think Kevin Smith had talked about on Smodcast. Um, and I was like, I need to find this thing. So like, I was always checking in like disc replay, trying to find copies of this movie, but I never could. So I ended up just pirating it and watching it. Oh, how dare you! That's you took those royalties <laughs> out of that child molester's bank account. As you, <laughs> you pirated film. Flinch for not getting his. That that is very disturbing. That's to one that. more child that will sleep tonight. Like, if you had to guess one person of being all pizzagatey in that movie, would you pick Flinch? I don't know. Uh, uh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'd I pick the would. twins. And twins. Uh, Tuffy, have you ever seen Midnight Madness? No, but I did watch the first five episodes of The Tiger King. Oh, what do you right. think of that show? It's pretty great. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's weird, man. It is fucking. It is bizarre as fuck. Well, Larry, for those of us who haven't seen it or even heard, I, I, my basic idea of it is that people, it's a show about people that own big cats, right? Is that basically well, it? Well, <laughs> kind of. I mean, it's about, yeah, there's a guy. He's a real flamboyantly gay, crazy-ass fucking redneck guy named Joe Exotic, and he has a big cat farm. 
and he's That's a weird a combination. Flamboyant yeah, gay oh, yeah. redneck. Who eventually yeah, he runs rare. for governor or whatever. I don't know. It, it's it's a crazy <laughs> fucking story. But there's also this lady named, I think, Carol Baskin, I think is her name, and she yeah. has a big cat park down in Florida. And Did she get her arm bitten to... off? Uh, no. No, that's a different person. Yeah, that's someone who works okay. at Joe Exotic Zoo. Okay. And they basically start – they get into like a, a feud basically because she claims she's like a, a ref – you know, like a, a place for like – a rescue shelter type of place. And Joe Exotic is exploiting these tigers by letting people touch them, and then when they get too old, she says he kills them. But there's so much more to this story because they start feuding, and every person involved is so fucking shady and greasy and weird. It's just so fucking weird, this show. It is just fucking bizarre. I don't know. I can't describe it. I don't know. Maybe Tuffy wants to chime in with some more details, but it's fucking crazy. It's like there's all these ancillary characters who are in the big cat world. Like there's another guy who owns a different big cat zoo who has like a sex cult thing going on. Yeah. There's another guy who owns like a private park who's like the real life Scarface or something. Like it is, everybody's (laughs) weird in this movie. Oh, so weird. Yep. And I don't want to say anything because I don't want to ruin the surprises that come. No, no, no. I'm not even going to say anything either because you haven't even finished it yet. Yeah, just to be clear, this is a documentary a series. It's not like fiction. This is real life. No, 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 yeah. no. This is a documentary. Yeah, this is, yep. I guess, real life. It's it's a crazy fucking story. It has way, way more to do with, like, I mean, there's way more into it than just fucking tiger sanctuaries. Yeah, because you watch, like, uh, well, the guess... first two episodes, like, Brandon, and you think, like, oh, well, that's all the big surprises, and they just they just keep coming. <laughs> they just keep kicking you in the ball. <laughs> Because, you know, when when you hear a show about cats, I'm like, well, why didn't they call me? But maybe I'm not, yeah. you know, redneck and flamboyant <laughs> enough. Yeah, you don't wear a gun around. <laughs> you haven't seen me. You don't know what I wear. That's true. <laughs> around the house, maybe he does. That guy's always yeah. shooting shit. He's always all, all blowing shit up. He's The guy's, he's so... He's. I'll tell you this much. He's Diamond Dallas Page. If you didn't... If I just showed you a picture of him and I said... What's it? Who's this? And you go. Well, that's Diamond Dallas Page. Like that's what he looks like now, Larry. And I'll be like, Oh yeah, I guess he does. But yeah, he, now, let me he ask looks this. like Diamond Dallas Page. Do you think all these people are self quarantining and obeying social distancing? Well, Joe Exotic is. <laughs> all right, yeah. fair enough. Um, yeah. Hey, but Jank, what, what's your take on Midnight Madness, though, Jank? Were you a fan? Uh, yeah, it was pretty good, from what I remember. Yeah. I haven't seen it since, but yeah, pretty solid. I enjoyed it. Uh, again, I love Michael J. Fox, so like, I was like, I need to see this. Another movie he was in the <laughs> 80s, I must watch this. I love yeah, it. Michael J. Fox. I, 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 you know, as the show went on, I had it on, but, you know, it ended, so I started it back up again, and we're back on the the part where, uh, you know, Flounder's going to smash that dude with the piano bench. <laughs> I maybe I'll, I'll I'll write the remake of it because uh, I think you can keep the same skeleton there. Like there's a lot of good stuff you can use there. The same plus, but I I would make the red team a hot sorority girls. 
And uh, I would probably have the clues go to different places. I, I, the Piano Museum and Pabst Blue Ribbon, I don't know. We can do better. I think we can do better. Um, <laughs> as long as the melons are still there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's definitely the melon joke will still be there. <laughs> <laughs> do you see me? That's a keeper. Do you see me in this movie as more of a barf or a Blaylock? <laughs> <laughs> well, and we established you can't read. So maybe. I can but, read. Uh, you do like. You do like the beer, so yeah, maybe 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 you feel Kessel. You'll be feel. All right, that's cool. <laughs> Kessel. But I got to watch it again now that I know that that's Hitchcock from Book One Nine Nine. It's like holy hell! Yeah, oh, he he's see. pretty awesome. He was on an episode of Chi- uh, Chips too. That's where I saw him. <laughs> I gotta say Cheers. Like Larry's been watching Cheers. No, I would never watch Cheers. So, but since. But since Tuffy watched uh, all these Tiger King shows, I'm guessing that means he's already finished Twin Peaks. So, Tuffy, <laughs> how do you feel about Twin Peaks? Um, yeah, the Black Lodge is great. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> I put it on again last night because I wanted to put something on to fall asleep to. And I'll be honest with you, I fell asleep quick because I didn't even make it to fucking uh, Cooper. <laughs> yeah, I've been listening to the uh, the score from that show to, to fall asleep to the last couple oh, of years. Wow. Pretty great. Do you have the theme song on it? Yeah, it starts with that and kind of goes into like Laura Palmer's theme and Audrey's oh, dance and all that stuff. And yeah, it's got all the all the hits. So do you you, you <laughs> normally about, listen uh, to music when you go to bed? Uh not all the time, but lately I have. Huh. Hey. Uh-oh. But uh, Jank, does it have the uh, the song that James sings? <laughs> no, <laughs> thankfully no. What what was that? I can't think of it now. What was it? Just you <laughs> and I. Oh yeah, and I. <laughs> Together forever <laughs> in love. <laughs> Yeah, so good. <laughs> All right. There's no way you're getting to sleep in that song. You gotta song. get up and dance. No, no, no. Oh, I gotta sit there and shed a tear like that one girl. It's the most beautiful thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Jake, what have you been watching during your quarantine? Um, let's see. I just started watching the third season of Ozark today. Um, it's all right. Nothing too spectacular. Um, I watched. I finally watched Judgment Night the other day. With Dennis I remember Leary? that movie? Yeah. <laughs> you just saw it like for the first time? Yeah, I'd never seen it. I heard oh. it mentioned here and there, but I'm like, all right, I'm gonna finally watch this thing, and it was all right. Yeah, Emilio okay. Estevez, and yeah, it's solid. Young Cuba Gooding Jr. I haven't seen that movie since I don't know what year that came out. I want to say like eighty eight, eighty nine, ninety, somewhere around there. I probably haven't seen it. I think since it was ninety three. Really? Oh, that's later yeah. than I thought. All right. <laughs> the main streets of Chicago. Yeah. Is that kind of like a purge type of situation going on? If I remember. Uh no, it was just like they were going. They were in this like uh, RV type thing, and they were trying to get to a boxing match downtown. And they, like, took a wrong turn and, you know, got into some mischief, basically. 
yeah. Like they saw some gang guys killing some dudes, so then the gang had to try to, you know, take out the witnesses. Alright. I don't like Dennis Leary. That guy Pizza Gatey. <laughs> he was he was great in uh, <laughs> no, Demolition Man. He's kind of a dick. Uh he stole Bill Hicks's act, basically, is what he did. <laughs> so, <laughs> but other than that, see that. Um, yeah. Um, what you, else? You uh, would, anything else, Jack, of note? You've been watching The Shield, uh, Jack? No, I haven't. Not yet. Yeah. I'm trying to save it. <laughs> yeah. We're getting ready, Mike Dell. Yeah. Yeah. We had a we had a pitch meeting the other day. Yeah, we had a pitch meeting. Now, do you have a name for this podcast? Uh, yeah, we have a name. Mm-hmm. Would you care to share that name with us? Uh, no. <laughs> Not yet. Well, Same for the big debut. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Tuffy, how's our podcast doing, Tuffy? What, what are we going to do? Uh, we're calling it Wire to Wire. <laughs> that's about a good the wire. name. I like okay, that. Wire. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that, that is a good name because like you're going to talk about the entire show, which means front to end, which is wire yeah. to wire, but it's about the wire. That, that's that's a perfect name. <laughs> yeah, it's catchy. Very good. Uh, Tuffy, have you been watching anything <laughs> else about the Tiger King? Uh, Survivor, but. Oh, yeah, hey, Larry, Sandra when I was. Yeah, I was talking to Jolie uh, yesterday because we recorded the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles episode, and she said she's been watching, uh, you know, Canadian Big Brother, and she says yeah. it's been a crazy season up there. Like the first, yeah, the first week someone self evicted, and then like the next couple weeks, so, uh, people got kicked out for violence and stuff. That's so like holy hell. Yeah, I saw Evil Dick talking about that. You know, I think it got canceled it. too now, right? Like last oh couple really days ago that he officially shut it down. Yeah. Oh, she didn't know That's that. We just talked last night. She didn't say anything about that. So she must oh, have yeah. <laughs> Now they're unaware of coronavirus or whatever up there. They, they told them. Know. Oh, they did tell yeah. them. Yeah, I did see the clip of them telling them. Yeah, that was interesting. So how did that go? Yeah. Like, hey, listen, uh, here's what's going on. Uh, good chance you guys might get sick when you leave here because <laughs> everybody's sick out there. <laughs> Yeah, I'd be like, don't cancel the show. Like, let let us stay here longer. Yeah, <laughs> there's no reason yeah. to leave. Yeah, because they would be like the safest people in the world, really, because they haven't been out and yeah. anything. They're like, uh, well, Evil uh, Dick said that's not true because he's like, you know, when they're outside, he's like, there's all kinds of fucking crew people in there touching shit and moving stuff around and cameras and you know stalking oh, this and true. that. He's like, that so they're true. exposed. Yeah. There was uh, there's some British show. I think it's on uh, Netflix. I want to say it was called Dead Set or something like that. But it was basically about like the British kind of version of Big Brother, and uh, like the zombie outbreak starts, <laughs> and so yeah. they're just kind of in the house and don't understand what's going on outside. That there's all these zombies everywhere and shit. I almost good. watched that the other night. Is that is that decent? Yeah, it wasn't bad. Yeah, I almost thing, put that on. Cool. All right. At its moments. Do you remember there there was a type of reality show? I can't remember what it's called. Maybe it might be called The Cube or The Cell or something Ooh, like Cube that. Cube is a good movie. No, it's not a movie. It was like a it was like a oh. game show type and they were all in I think it was like a circular kind of fucking situation and everybody's in their own little cube. And they're in there 24 hours a day. They they can 
every once in a while you can kind of talk to somebody over a PA system or whatever, but for the most part they're alone. And they got to do these, like, really insane tasks while they're in there to, like, earn rewards and stuff. Does anybody remember this show? Because it's actually really good. No. I don't. No. No. But, All right. But on the TV show episodes with Matt LeBlanc, it, yeah. they did a thing where he, he was hosting a game show where the contestants were in, like, cubes, and they had to live in these glass cubes and do for, stay in there for a while. And uh, one girl was really hot. And, like, after hours one night, he got caught jerking off on her cube. It's <laughs> 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 pretty but, great. Yeah. <laughs> that show is actually very good. <laughs> yeah, it's not. I didn't finish it, but I did watch, like, the first, uh, I don't know. I think I might have saw the first two seasons of it. Solitary, I think, is the name of that show. Oh, Okay. I don't even remember that Never. show. Yeah, it's from like uh, it's 2006, but like I don't know, it's probably somewhere. No, you got to pay for it. It says, but it was actually <laughs> kind of cool. And how long did they keep them there? Uh, I don't know if they were in there like two weeks or so, three weeks, a month. I can't did remember. You, like, can't even take a shower or anything, or is there like not a, really you know, section? Well, no, like you can't uh. even see the other contestants or anything. They're just in their own like block wall room and like they feed them like food through like a slot type of thing but then like there'll be challenges in the box uh yeah they do have a bathroom and stuff but um but like they would have to do like these challenges where like they're standing on wooden blocks in their bare feet for 17 hours type of thing and whoever like (laughs) wins gets like oh you get an extra hamburger or whatever the fuck it was but it was the, those people went like almost insane in there. It was it, it was a it was kind of a good show. I liked it. Damn. <laughs> on, on episodes, uh, the problem started for LeBlanc when that girl won a uh, shower has like a part, like a uh, contest <laughs> that she got to take a shower in the cube, and that's when everything started to get trouble for Matt LeBlanc because then he mm. <laughs> let you, let you I can so, see but, that. Uh, yeah, that was the final <laughs> season of episodes. So if you just want to watch that, because this girl was smoking hot, but uh, it's the final season of episodes, if you want to check that out. Then, um, all right, uh, what else? I haven't, like I said, I haven't watched anything. Um, I watched a movie uh, called Suburbia the other the other day. Um, that was, that was, I don't know why in? I stuck with it. Uh, no, this was like a Roger Corman movie from like the 80s. Um, oh, Dame is in Suburbicon, right? Suburbicon. Yeah, that movie's terrible. That was a really yeah. Because I saw it when I was looking for movies to watch, I kept seeing it over and over, and I'm like, I don't want to watch that fucking thing. So, yeah. Suburbia. <laughs> George Clooney, I think, directed that, and it was just not good. Uh, Suburbia oh, hey, is like it's really, really low production value, but it's about kind of like punks in the '80s and that kind of shit. And uh, like it's it's weird, like it's super low production value, but like it opens up like there's this girl just kind of hitchhiking and like there's a mom and her like baby and they stop to use a payphone and like this wild dog just comes up and like eats the little baby. Hey, <laughs> a dingo ate her baby. <laughs> a dingo Pretty literally much. ate her baby. <laughs> a dingo <laughs> ate your baby. <laughs> that is crazy. <laughs> so yeah. I had to keep watching it. And uh it was alright. <laughs> Huh. Yeah, I never saw it. I don't know why I like the 80s punk scene so much. I would never fit in there. <laughs> I'm super <laughs> soft, but man. 
<laughs> it looks cool. Ten ply, bud. First minute. Tuffy, are you still working? Yeah. Oh, Tuffy's not scared. I mean, like, there's nobody in my office, so, you know. My life has basically not changed. <laughs> yeah. How's the toilet paper situation in Illinois? Is that holding up? Or? I mean, I buy a 12-pack. I'm good for, like, six months, so I haven't really had to check in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How often do you shit? All at work most of the day. Ah, there you go. Yeah, just shit at work. Yeah. Yeah. Using that free toilet paper. (laughs) But but how funny is it? Like, I I, I went shopping like a week before all this happened and I bought a toilet paper. You know, there's no run on there. Toilet paper, as far as the eye can see. And now it's like you can't find anyone. It's funny how that works. Yeah, it's not. When I was in Walmart, I think they need so much. I think it was last Saturday I went in, and the cashier told me that, like, some guy came in. I don't know if it was earlier that day. She's like, he bought all these sleeping bags, all these guns. She's like, I think he was a dude. <laughs> and I was like, oh. Like, he spent, like, $919, and, he, and, he, and when he paid in $100 bills, he just looked at me, and he said, yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> it's like, all right, calm down, dude. Just stay in the house. You'll be fine. You don't need a fucking, you don't need a twelve gauge and a fucking, you know, sub zero fucking sleeping bag. It'll be all right. It's kind of too late to start prepping for Doomsday when Doomsday's already here. Yeah, and, I, and I'll and I'll be honest with you. If it is Doomsday, I don't think nine hundred dollars of supplies is going to cut it. I think yeah. it's a lot more than that. <laughs> Plus, I know one thing. If if we're True. going out and shit, I'm not buying a fucking gun. I'm buying fucking like French bread pizzas and stuff. I'm going out with good stuff. But then whoever has a gun is just going to steal your pizzas and then they're screwed. So. Well, I'm going to eat them. Yep. They'll, they'll be in my belly. I mean, if this thing is going post-apocalypse, I'm not making it. I know that. <laughs> yeah, me neither. <laughs> No, I don't really want to either. Who wants to live without TV? Yeah, I what's the point? There's no week. internet, no TV. It sucks. Yeah. I've been cooking well, it at home, and that. I hate it. Ugh. I'm not ordering yeah, takeout. No, take God, out. no. No, 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 no. No takeout. Yeah, the, problem, the problem for me has been that all these podcasts are like, oh, it's the virus. Everybody's at home. We're going to put out like four times as many episodes, and it's like, yeah. I'm not at home all day. <laughs> I'm trying yeah. to. I can barely keep up under normal circumstances. Yeah, everybody's bored, yeah. Tuffy. Yeah. 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 I don't know. All right. Anything else, Larry? Anything else to discuss? No. Got nothing. I will say I'm with Larry on uh, three o'clock high. That movie's fucking great. I love it. I Don't think we're called I enjoyed it. Yeah, I love it. Well, I'm trying to remember. Uh, like, my, maybe I'm blending my bodyguard in with Three O'clock High, but <laughs> maybe. Like in what Three sense? O'clock High, the kid, the kid's going to get beat up at Three O'clock, right? Yes. They're yep. going to fight uh-huh. at the end of the day. 
Because that also seems like the plot of my bodyguard, but he hires a bodyguard. <laughs> well, they're not fighting that I mean, really particular day. Yeah. It, it goes on for a while in my bodyguard where he's getting bullied okay. by Matt Dillon. Matt Dillon's the bully, and he's bullying around Chris Makepeace. And then Chris Makepeace makes friends with Adam Baldwin, who becomes his bodyguard, and then they become buddies and blah, blah, blah. He's three o'clock high, he's got the kid with, like, the real short black hair, and, like, he's... Yeah, yeah, that's kid. Jerry Mitchell. Yeah, that's, he's a real nerd. And he's getting a, he's he ends up touching Buddy Ravel, who doesn't mm-hmm. like to be fucking touched. And he's played by Richard oh. Tyson, who's like the bad guy in Kindergarten Cop. And he might have been in like something else, but either way, so he tells him, "Me and you, we're gonna have a fight today, three o'clock after school." And then so the whole day is him trying to get out of this fight, but then he ends up fighting him. And how does it end? He beats, he beats him up? Yeah, he does end up winning. He hits him with a pair of brass knuckles and knocks him the fuck out. <laughs> oh, okay, I do, I do remember the brass knuckles, yeah. And then the next yeah. day, Buddy Ravel shows up at the school store and gives back Jerry Mitchell all the money he had he had stolen or whatever. You know, he yeah, stole he was money. like the store manager. Yeah. And he was trying to steal money to pay him pay Buddy off. So they and he earned off. his respect. Because he kind of gave him a little <laughs> smile when he left. I love that fucking movie. God damn, do I love that movie. <laughs> Don't fuck this up, Mitchell. Yeah, solid shit. And I like uh, I, the girlfriend. She's kind of like, uh, she's definitely 80s new wave. You know, that's what yeah. I remember, like, the new wave girls at school looking like. I can't remember her name in the movie. But uh, she had a weird she, name. Yeah. I'd fuck her. She always kind of reminded oh. me of the girlfriend in uh, Pump Up the Volume. And I never saw Pump Up the Volume. Oh, that movie's great. Yeah. You know who else is hot in that movie is, like, the girl Jerry Mitchell kind of likes, too, who's, like... Oh, yeah. Like, the blonde-haired girl with the mole. She's very cute. I can't remember <laughs> her name. Though, she's, she's like the Pamela of the movie. And the other yeah. girl is yeah, yeah, yes, exactly. Uh, That's a good comparison. <laughs> she is Stacy Galick. Stacy Galick. I think her name's Karen. Maybe. Um, In the movie, Karen. Uh, all right. Oh, I just see a blonder. I went with Stacy Galick. But, all right. Uh, all right. See, Annie Ryan plays uh, Franny. Annie Franny. Ryan. That's her name. <laughs> Amy Ryan? No, um, not Amy Ryan. Uh, Annie Ryan. Oh, Annie, Annie Ryan. Ryan. Okay. Oh yeah, okay. Annie plays wow. Annie. <laughs> it really changed it. Yeah. Stretch. Uh, Karen is played by Lisa Morrow. Lisa yeah, that girl's Morrow. very hot. For the age. She doesn't even like, have. I don't know. I don't. Even, yeah, exactly. That's probably a... the only movie she was in. It's probably like the director's niece or something. <laughs> like just just go in, ask for a pen, and leave. Um, she was on. Uh, all right, Three O'clock High was her first appear- uh, movie in nineteen eighty-seven. Then she did an episode of Crime Story in eighty-seven, and then she was on Dynasty from eighty-eight to eighty-nine. She did one, huh. two, three, oh. four, five, did ten episodes of Dynasty, and then that's it. I don't even, her career ran. I never even heard of Crime Story. I don't even know what the fuck that is. It was like Dennis Farina. And uh, I can't remember him. Yeah, I, know, I remember Dennis Farina. I still don't. Remember. Is that yeah. was it a drama or was it him just talking about like 
cases, real life crime cases. No, it was a fictional drama series. Oh, I see. Yeah, I don't remember it. Hmm. Hmm. All right. Well, there's the Dennis Farina portion of the show that we're obligated to (laughs) fill each and every week. (laughs) Next week for uh, Midnight Run. So, all right. Well, I guess we're done. Maybe. Uh, well, so next week we're either doing the the music show with Brandon, or maybe Hamburger the movie. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what Hamburger the movie is, but I vote for that. All right. <laughs> Why? Well, I, I love watching on YouTube for free. They're hilarious. Uh, <laughs> the music shows are fine, but uh, you know it's it's almost April here, so. Yeah, that's true. Like, yeah, it is like we passed <laughs> ship like. Sailed. Statute of limitations, right, Tuffy? Legally, he can't do it now. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, maybe that's, 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 maybe we'll that's do the like law, a, Mike Dell. Maybe we'll do an extra. The fact that there might be Taylor Swift kind of sways me to their side a little bit. Uh, yeah, Larry, you, <laughs> I don't want to hear talk that. about Taylor Swift. Me, you, you get to talk about Taylor Swift. Like. <laughs> yeah, I'll talk hey, about Taylor Swift. <laughs> we'll, we'll play uh, Swift or Ferret. I'll put up a picture of a ferret. And a picture, you know, <laughs> That's rotten. <laughs> if we hear vigorous rubbing, we'll know what it is. <laughs> you know what I like about Taylor Swift? I like that she dresses business casual. I find that sexy. <laughs> Good thing you don't have an office job. Yeah, I There's hear you. A couple of lawsuits coming your way. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> Be jerking off in their cubes. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I should to make Matt LeBlanc seem, you know, the, the girl was aware of what was going on. She was enticing him to do it. So let's make that clear. He wasn't like he, he went up and jerked off in her cube when she was sleeping. Or yeah, I would just jerk off. <laughs> Something Matthew Perry would do, not Matt LeBlanc. <laughs> but but on, unfortunately for Matt LeBlanc, the video leaked and like it became public. So that's what it was mm. bad for him. Yeah, that's <laughs> tough. Oops. You want to try an episode so, uh, of Dave? No. I'm gonna try <laughs> Dave. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna try this show. Little Dicky can go spit. I'm just gonna watch Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> You watch Tiger King, Mike. Now, creature habit. I don't got the Netflix, so I can't watch the Tiger King. Uh, yeah. Get to Netflix. Well, what? Is it, the reason I got rid of it is I wasn't on it. You know, like, there, you can watch on? all the Police Academies. <laughs> oh, now you. That's <laughs> yeah. a whole weekend right there. Yeah. I watched five, I think, the other day. <laughs> but I really would like to watch that uh, Spider-Man TV show, live-action TV show. We can find. That. Yeah, I, I didn't see it anywhere. I don't know if somebody yeah. finds it streaming somewhere. Let me know. That guy, I just remember him being a terrible actor. Even as a kid, I was like, "Man, this guy sucks." <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, well, well, Jank. I think next week on Flea Market Fantasy, we're doing the Avengers. Uh, it's the uh, 196, the first appearance of Taskmaster. Oh, sweet. Is that Kevin Sullivan? Yeah. 
<laughs> but so I mean, I mean, Jack, you're you're always welcome to join us if you feel like talking about Taskmaster and the Avengers, Jack. But you know. Um, oh sure, yeah, hit me up. But, yeah. I'll, I'll be around. And it works. But so. yeah, like if if you're around and you have nothing to do Thursday night, just well, you know, feel free. But speaking of uh, Kevin Sullivan and wrestling, did you happen to see they're making a bunch of changes to WWE champions soon? No. Oh, Toffee, flex some bullshit. Yeah, they're they're doing something called groups now, and I don't know what the fuck that means. Leagues. Oh, oh, is that what it is? Leagues. Leagues. But apparently it's going to make, like, the solo events, like the daily solo stuff, better. You know, that shit you're not playing anymore because you're like, who fucking cares? I don't know. I know. (laughs) They're adding better prizes or they're doing something. I don't know. And the game's going to look different and stuff. Yeah, they have to they have to make those tours like rotate. Like it's been the same fucking tours for two years, right? I mean At nothing least. changes. Yeah. Yeah, not um, not too well, you know what changed? They they took Dean Ambrose out of that one tour and they put the Undertaker in. <laughs> they changed that. Still the so same like the, matches. The guys you fight. So and reduce the number of nodes too. I don't need to do like nine nodes on the tour, you know, just make it yeah. Apparently they're releasing a Mr. Perfect NWO. Oh, all right. Yeah. So I don't they're know. Really, if we're they're going be... all in on this NWO thing, aren't they? They're just really yeah. in on NWO. Yeah. Oh yeah. Kevin Nash must yeah. have a stake in Scopely. Are, are you spending money trying to get Hogan, Larry? Because it's a big Hulk no. Hogan event. No, I'm on a. I did spend twenty bucks last weekend. Ooh. And then, yeah, because I was like, all right, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw 20 at it because I, I forget who was there. I was probably trying to get Zombie Austin, but I didn't get anything. <laughs> and then, you know, with, you know, other than that, I really haven't spent much money on there in the last, say, three months. I'm just. Yeah, once the pandemic hit. I said, all right, we got an official pandemic. I can't spend money on Chandler. Yeah, that's kind of how it was. Not. And then when Monday came around and I was like, holy shit, they're. They might fire me. I might. I might be getting fired. So I better not spend anything. But uh, good news, Larry didn't get fired. I did not get fired. No. Yay! I got furloughed. But he got furloughed. Yeah. So, which is pretty awesome, Mister Furloughed. Yeah. Pretty awesome. So the distinction there is you get to collect unemployment and then come back, right? Yeah, and I get to you know I get to keep my benefits and everything, and I don't have to pay for them. The company's paying for the benefits. Yeah, sweet deal. Yeah, yeah. It was like the That's best case scenario. Really. Like, how would you like I to stay home? <laughs> and I'm like, all right, I yeah. would love to stay home. So you got what a two month furlough? Yeah. So let me just say, Larry, I really expect the quality of these radio shows to improve. Since you got well, this was a good home. episode. <laughs> I thought this was a solid one. Yeah. You did. You cut off this. Yeah, this was great. Hug uh, beef, and uh, <laughs> hug me. Right? Was hug me the other one? Eddie D's. Yeah, but Leon. I, I think of all the things of all the things of this episode, the thing that blew my mind the most was that Eddie Deason wasn't in Revenge of the Nerds. I just assumed that was a lock. I assumed he had to have been in that film. And yeah. when I looked at his eye, I'm like, nope, he wasn't in Revenge of the Nerds. How does that even yeah. happen? How can you have a movie know. about Eddie? It's tough. it's tough. Yeah, it's tough. Speaking of which, um, not that it has anything to do with Revenge of the Nerds, but 
I know Jank has probably seen. Have you seen this commercial where this guy's doing the Tom Cruise dancing in his living room for Domino's Pizza? Yeah. yeah. Is, that the booger, is that booger that brings him the pizza? I don't. Um. Because it really probably. sounds like him, and it kind of looks like him. And then he says, "Time of your life, hunk kid." Oh. So well, yeah, it probably is. But yeah, he yeah, doesn't say that so. in the movie, though. That's Joey Pants that says, "Time of your life, hunk kid." <laughs> he but probably costs more. But it's still famous. Yeah, Joey Pants isn't delivering pizzas, but Booger will deliver a pizza. You know All right. Saying? Yeah, <laughs> I, I thought it was him, but you know he's only on there for like you know one and a half seconds, so I wasn't quite sure if it was him or not. Yeah, I feel like anytime they do that, they should do it like in uh, Jane Silent Bob Strike Back, where it's like, "Hey kids, it's Mark Hamill." Yeah. Big arrow. Hey, it's Curtis <laughs> hey, Armstrong. <laughs> Well, all right. Well, I guess we're done. Next week we'll do something. I don't yeah. know. We'll figure it out. Uh, yeah, figure so thanks it out. to Tuffy. Well, oh, yeah, Larry. I was going to say figure it out because uh, Mike L gave you several strong options to watch next week, and you vetoed. We're all not watching them. any of those shit movies, Mike L. No. These are all terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the point, though? <laughs> yeah, the point is terrible movies. So that they're fun. But but those are like Jake, you like those Teen are like Wolf, right? Ah, uh, Teen Wolf's one of my favorite movies. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Tuffy, I've literally seen it like so five hundred times. times. Yeah, I know, but like I'd rather watch some movie we haven't seen, you know? Like we've seen Teen Wolf a million times, you know. Tuffy, uh, you like Teen Wolf? Sure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Tuffy. Tuffy knows what's up. I'd I'd rather see like the, the Malibu <laughs> bikini shop. Uh, hamburger the movie. <laughs> all right, well, well, let's just pick Hamburger the movie then. Let's just decide yeah, right, right now. It's on YouTube. We can all watch it. It's all free. All right, Hamburger the movie next week. Let Sounds Mike good. L know. And and cousin Brandon. We'll do the music too. In between, yeah. we'll do a song, and then we'll talk Hamburger the movie. Then we'll do another song, and we'll do, <laughs> do like. <laughs> or just do two episodes next week. Problem solved. We don't need extra episodes. <laughs> yeah, we do not need extra episodes. Tuffy is absolutely. Oh yeah, correct. don't overburden Tuffy. No. And, and Tuffy and I are going to be doing wire to wire and all that, so you know it's yeah. very busy. Yeah. So we can't be. <laughs> yeah, I would watch Twin Peaks, but I got to start rewatching the wire for that. So. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> you should watch Twin Peaks. <laughs> you should watch the I wire. I've tried it. It's terrible. <laughs> You didn't even try Twin Peaks. I tried The Wire. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, we'll see. All right, All right Mike, Mike Dell, go good. to 1-9 Books. Buy some books at 1-9 Books. Yep. Problem is Twin Peaks on DVD. I got to, like, get up and put the DVD in to start that. I understand <laughs> that, but at some point you're going to get up to piss or whatever. Just throw the DVD in while you're already up. Two birds with yeah. one stone, and then it's already loaded. And the first two seasons are on Netflix, so if you're watching Tiger King, you can just watch it on there. Yeah, there you go. You don't even have to move. Yeah. You know, like, only until season three, then, do you have to get up. Yeah, yeah. never should have got that Netflix back. <laughs> <laughs> you're missing Tiger King. <laughs> have you guys, have either of you two watched this? Uh, I saw a trailer for The Platform. Which looks oh. interesting enough, but then their mouths don't move to the words because obviously it's like a foreign language movie, and I was kind of like, "Well, I'm out then." Yeah, 
That's kind of what got me out too. I was like, oh, these people look foreign and they're not interesting. I don't. What's the platform? What's the platform? I have no idea. All right. So it, it seems like they're in some sort of like very. Uh, it's like a fucking dready, like a dreary type of prison. And it's just like cement floors, like almost like a parking garage type of situation where it's square. <laughs> and in the middle of the square is just a big hole. And it just goes up and up and up and up. And, you know, so if you're on like the 600th level or whatever, like you're going to fall a long distance. And basically the premise is the the higher you, you are in this prison, the better off you are. So every day they feed these people. And it, it, there's a big platform of food that fits within this hole. And this hole is probably, <laughs> yeah. I don't know, it looks like it's 30 feet by 50 feet wide. Like it's this giant hole in this huge platform of food. And you get like, I forget, one minute or two minutes to eat. And then it goes down to the next floor, the next floor, and the next floor. So the goal is to like, you know, all the rich people get all the good food. and all, You know, or not rich, but the important people at the top get all the good stuff. And then it, you know, just becomes scraps by the time it gets to the end. And people are going insane and that sort of thing. And it looks interesting <laughs> enough, but once again, their mouths aren't moving to the words. So it, it's going to throw me to fuck off. <laughs> Wait for the American version. Yeah. I like the premise, though. All right. That's all. All right, so uh, one nine books, five books there. we got to thank Cousin Brandon. He loves yep. Midnight Madness. He loves alcohol. You can follow him <laughs> at Judy Bloom on Twitter. That's J-E-W-D-Y, because, you know, he's Jewish. But, uh, yeah, so if you want to read a bunch of tweets about somebody who's drunk, Judy Bloom, Twitter. And uh, thanks to Mike L. We thanked him earlier, but uh, what is it, at Comic Book Syndicate? Is that it, Mike L.? Is there any? At Comic Syndicate on Twitter and ComicBookSyndicate.com on the website. There you go. Uh, All right. And Mike L. loves Teen Wolf, and he sounded pretty disappointed that Mike Dell shot him down. Jank, <laughs> uh, he and I will be starting a podcast at some point soon, maybe a week or so. Mm-hmm. And uh, we got to get back together and come up with some ideas, and i got to watch more S.H.I.E.L.D. But uh, that, that it's in the works. So, Tuffy, there's going to be another begin. podcast. Have you watched the S.H.I.E.L.D., Tuffy? Sure. Oh, you have watched it? <laughs> No, no, I have not. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, well. Very busy, though. So, yeah, you know. I can tell. But Tuffy's going to have his own podcast, Wire to Wire, with Mike Dell. Mike Dell's going to be on his third podcast. Yeah. Calm down, the Ed. But, um, That's not about horse racing, so don't get confused. This is not a horse racing podcast. Uh, <laughs> oh. Well, then I'm out. Ed will be doing that. <laughs> so that'll be starting up soon, I would imagine. Um, I, I thought it was going to be about the movie Let It Ride. Oh, I got the horse right here. I love Lay It Ride. The movie is so good. I'm having a really, really good day. Um, I guess that's it. We'll be back next week. Till then, pass the gin. Governor, fuck, I missed the clip. Governor. <laughs> <laughs>
Thank you very much.